You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 132 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Holy cow, Shane. How are you doing, my man? Good. Man, so did you party hard? Partied fairly decently. Did you? Yeah. What? Did it was you? a nice, relaxed evening over at the Jesus and Slaves. Oh. Morrissey of Utah. Nice. Little darts, little karaoke, some uh-huh. beers. Fun. What songs did you sing, man? Oh, what did I sing? Duh. Oh, I did. Brandy, you're a fine girl. <laughs> okay. That's all. What about Jesus and Slaves? What did he do? And I did, It's a Beautiful Day. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I yeah. did that song. And uh, I can't remember what he did. Uh, whatever he did, I'm sure it was beautiful, though. I yeah. mean, that, I mean, that's just how it is. I just can't remember off the top of my nug well, what sh- he did, but it was something delightful. Well, and we all cried. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm actually live live on the air. I'm actually tweaking something. So, uh, tweaking some of the sound levels. So, give me one thing real quick. Tell you know why don't you give us a little uh, little uh, nugget of your uh, beautiful what was it? Beautiful days. It's a beautiful day. Don't let it get away. It's a beautiful day. All right, I got it. <laughs> all right, for the love of Touch all that's holy, me. I got it. <laughs> Take me to okay, dude. It is what is it? January second, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. The new year has the Mayan. come. It's the end of the world. The end of this year. No, it was, I thought it was twenty twelve, man. Oh no. Do you know what this year is? It's the year with hoverboards and everything in Back to the Future Part Two. That's what this oh, year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, can't wait to get those. Oh, me neither. And I'll tell you what, I can't wait to not have to tie my shoes. Yeah, and not and if they I just and tighten if, up yeah, on you. If I get wet, it'll I'll blow dry myself. Yeah. I, I have some uh, I have some thoughts about how I could tweak that and oh, you know I, and yeah, make I, it pleasing. I know a little bit more pleasing. I, it's, I know what you're into. I mean, who wouldn't be into that if they had that? I'm sure Marty McFly. The parts that we didn't see, Marty McFly was was sucking up that air blowing to his Look, ding ding. Anytime you have a sucking machine or a blowing machine, <laughs> something's going on. Something sexual is going on. Your human instinct is what will happen if I put my weenie to it. <laughs> It's just the way it goes. Do you ever, do you ever, you ever think to yourself, uh, "Oh man, look at this vacuum." I'm gonna put, you know, you know how it has a little thing. In Every there. child has done that. Well, of course, I'm it, gonna put my weenie on but this. But do you, do you know what the it. only problem is? First, you suck your hair, then you suck your cheek, nipples, and then you go, "Hey, n- no nipples," yeah. and then down there, then the nipple, and you're like, yeah, "Put my ding dong." Well, the, the problem with that is, is there's there's two stages in life. There's when it's too small, and then when it's too big. Right. Okay, but for some reason, I don't know anybody. I've never really asked a lot of people, though. Right, that hit that sweet spot, right? You know, right there in your development. Well, you know, ask around more. And, uh, maybe Start a Facebook group about vacuum dicking. The the uh, the the Hoover lover, the yeah. Hoover lovers group, right there. Because I'll tell you, I mean, I I mean, so sad. I looked at it, and I'm a young man. I'm looking at that, going, oh, 
that's just not going to work. And then, you know, you forget about it. You learn new things. You grow up a bit. You get some hair in places you never had hair before. Then also that's like. You didn't lather it up with Vaseline and then mom comes in going, what? Well. Why is all the dog hair clogged up in this thing? I, no, thankfully, no, I did not ever get busted doing that. Got busted doing plenty of other stuff. But, right. Uh, yeah. Should have tried that. that. Well, just fun. I mean, the, you, you got to realize, too. is is And you, an old time Hoover, too. One of those he had to lug across the carpet. It, there was nothing. Already there was no 40 other years kind. old. There, there was no other kind. on that. Oh, God. Dude, and it's like. Picking up. I got my, my, my penis is t- touching dirt from 1932. Oh, God. <laughs> life is so good. Even when I was a kid, I was I was cognizant and aware enough to think if I do this, what's going to happen if I get caught? Repercussions and let's and, oh. let's and let's weigh the consequences because I'll tell you what, if if I can see it going too badly in my mind, I would just stay away from it. Like I used to, you know, I used to think if I do this thing, quote unquote, and come home and my parents quote unquote, see whatever, mm. is that going to be worth it? And a lot of times I'd be like, I'm 17 years old. I'm supposed to be doing shit like that. So if I get busted, they'll they'll be disappointed, but it, they'll be fine with sure. it. Sure. And I can we can blame it off that I'm just a stupid kid. But there are things that you do that I did. Man, I wish I would have thought things a little bit harder. You wouldn't understand the things you couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah, sure, dude. I understand. Oh, oh man, I you are wanna... a dirty pig bastard. Oh. You're doing. You're just. Oh. Well, I mean, you know. You're, you're a child. Your hormones and stuff youth. like that. Youth gone wild. It's you're beautiful. Just, you know, just want to get down with yourself. But I like that you were conscious enough to go, if I do this. Yeah. See, a lot of kids don't do that. Oh. They say, if I do this, they say, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm doing it. Yeah. But you were there going, no, if I do this, these are the repercussions that may happen to me. Uh-huh. So, therefore, I will not do it. Well, you know how we used to Most talk to kids you don't. About, uh, about going out and doing the... Doing the, 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 uh, what do you call that? The, uh, the golf ball hunting and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. told him we go swimming around. We'd sneak out. You know what? I thought to myself, you know what? If I, I thought cognitive, if I, if my dad catches me, here's all I'm going to say, dad, I'm really sorry. Here's 500 balls to go golfing with and we'll be good. Right. <laughs> you know, what's he going to do? He's going to, oh, thanks, son. That's what he's going to do right there. Right. And we're going golfing then next Saturday. Some good dad son time. And, uh, you know, there you go. It's, you know, fun times. All right. Anyway, this episode we're talking about, uh, well, okay. So we were going to be talking about Fields of the Nephilim and Revelations, which we are going to be talking about tonight. But we were going to be talking about a movie called Hardware and, and, and Paul Gautier. He, Gutierrez, the, yeah. yeah. He, 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 the sug- G-Man. he suggested this and he's like, Poly you know G. what? You should, Polly G. Polly G. Is that a guy? That's my a guy. Goody. Oh, my Gutenberg. He 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 said, "Well, why don't you do Fields of the Nephilim in hardware? Because I guess one of the guys in Fields of the Nephilim is in hardware. And, oh, you know, so so it would have been a nice double feature. But then I started watching Hardware, and I remember how bad I hate that movie. I don't. I just. I, I'm sorry, Paul. I just could not put myself through it again. So we ended up doing a Netflix instant pick. Because that's the easiest, you know. We're like, sure. oh, let's. I, I'm not doing this. Let's find something on Netflix. We're doing the taking of Deborah Logan. Yeah. Found footage from probably this year, last year, or something like that. 2013, I think. So we'll see. So Five stars on Netflix. Is it really? I didn't know. I did Off-putting not know. Off-putting there. Uh, why? Why is well, that, I'm not saying good, bad, or nothing. I'm just saying, wow. That's. I mean, when do you see five stars? For anything. I don't know that I ever see anything. I don't really pay much attention on there. Hmm. I pay attention to IMDb, but that's oh, about I it. I pay attention. Don't you trust me on that. <laughs> well, what? Do you, what? 
What that's did you right. say? Okay. That's All right. right. I'm confused. But that's what we're going to be talking about today. We do have a couple things to uh, talk about before we get going. First of it being, it's a new year. We got a new slate of Die Monster Die shows coming up starting January 30th. Utah people, you have 28, what, 29 days from now. Oh, it's ticking. To get to make sure that you get that night off. What is it? Is it what, what night of the week? Is it it's a Wednesday or something? No, it's a Friday night. Is it? Here, let me. The 30th, January 30th. It's oh, a I Friday thought it was night. 31st. No. Oh, it? It's January 30th. Friday, January 30th with Calabrese, the brothers. Calabrese. Oh, it, so it, it's because I was under the impression it was the 31st. Well, what did you buy your tickets for? Well, I didn't buy my tickets yet. Well, then. It's January 30th. Okay, well, whatever. I'm, I'll be there. Whatever day it is, Calabrice. I'm going to be there. Calabrese, die, monster, die. Please be there. It's going to be, I mean, if if I mean, if not, I mean, who cares about Calabrese, right? I mean, they're going to come in. Their dad's going to give them the hoorah. They're going to do all that fun stuff, right? They're at the age now, they say, Dad, shut up. No, no, they're like, Dad, I know. <laughs> that's what I bet you that's what those guys say. <laughs> Dad. Yeah. Shut die, up. monster, die. Shadow Windhawk are rivals. Our evil rivals. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't even going to mention them. But well, they're on the bill. Well, they're on the bill. But we're yeah. opening. We're opening the show. Well, that's. But here's why. That way, we can get some good footage of you guys and still enjoy the evening. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah, we're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna get down with this one. Wow. Oh, oh my holy crap. Down. And there, there's going to be a lot of footage available of this of this concert. We're gonna we're gonna try our best, folks. We're gonna try. And and I hope to we not have try excuses. to get an interview with Calabrese, the Calabrese brothers. We could too. Why why I didn't you know that's never crossed my mind actually. Just sit there and talk to them, see what they think about stuff. What what's going on in your mind? <sighs> so we t- could try. So tell me about your dad, guys. What explain how you how yeah, your, what your dad does. <laughs> I would love to do that. I, yeah. I mean, I would love to be like, hey, remember that time I heard? I can hear that uh, 10 gallons later from Mike. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your dad. <laughs> when I'm trying to hit the hard-hitting interview yeah. and get down to the Calabrese, get down there and see what makes them tick. So what does your dad do for a living? Because I'd like to know, because maybe I want to move into that, because apparently he's not doing too Deluxe shabby. apartment in the sky. Yeah, that's some shit right there, man. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, everybody make it out. I do, where's that at? Area 51? Area 51. There's two bars there. You have no excuses. Two bars. Yeah. You can be downstairs or upstairs. It's your choice. It's your choice, man. It's your choice. Speaking of it being the new year. Yeah. Every single year, man, the Corpse Cast comes out with something brand new. We're coming fresh. Wait direct. a second. I'm totally lied because we really haven't oh, yeah. done anything brand new until now. I guess we did like zombie TV and stuff like that a couple of years ago and whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We have, we, we've been, we, the, the, the wheels have been, the wheel in the sky has been turning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're all, oh, I tomorrow. did a journey song too <laughs> at the karaoke. Oh, jam. did you? Okay, cool. All right. That's what we should have heard. I, I Back to that. whatever you're going to say. All I'm saying is this. We are, are kind of, uh, okay. So let me, let me, let me take you down a road. Mm-hmm. A road zombie TV. They've hit a lot of snags right now. They're going through some hard times. It's still on the. Uh, if you have the zombie TV, you'll notice that it's still up there, and you can still watch all the stuff. But you'll also notice that it hasn't been updated in quite a while. Where there's a reason for that. They've had every kind of problem you can possibly imagine: legal diseases, Ugh. deaths, all have some to do with it. And so great for a found footage movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You're probably right because they, we like to we like to focus on the sadness of others in those movies, and this has been a sad story. 
one thing led to another, and basically it's on hiatus for a while. You know, for one other, for what, for all those reasons. And you know what? We'll we'll see how it goes. It could come back soon. It could come back later. It, well, I guess it could come back never. You know, True. but what, what I got me thinking, I'm like, well, we've got all these video shows. What can we do? What can we do with all these video shows? And I had a little ding ding in my mind. You got a little ding ding. And I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about what we could do with these. Cause I'd like people to put, I'd like people to see them. But every time we put them on YouTube, they get taken down because of copyright reasons. Yeah. So here's what, here's what we came up with. Okay. Um, we put together a brand new website. Okay. The look and the feel, everything's like that. Uh, and actually we have a, you know, we even updated the new, uh, Corpse Cast store with all our t-shirts and there's, right. there's going to be a ton of stuff up there and it's a lot cheaper than it was because I found some other stuff. Go there, check that stuff out too. Um, we're going to have a bunch of digital download CDs, vinyls, t-shirts, hats, all sorts of stuff like that. And it's all up there Excellent. for your enjoyment, right? It's all there. Um, but because I, ha- because I had not much to do over the last month because of my ankle surgery, right? We, I put up something called the Corpse Collective Premium site. Mm. Now it's 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 kind of a subscription type of side, okay? Now before you groan, okay, let's just say Oh, you yeah, guys. Yeah. Before before you say anything like that, the podcast that we're doing right now will always be free, always no commercial stuff like that. But basically the Corpse Collective Premium, uh, you can contribute like a set amount per month if you'd like to, if you have a PayPal account, or you can you can you can contribute and we're calling them contributions and not like subscription rates. You can contribute to the show and get access to the site for three months, stuff like that. Um, basically, uh, what we want to do is I thought, man, wouldn't it be nice to be able to pay for our hosting, our video hosting, our audio hosting, stuff like that. Little beer for daddy over here. Oh, you know, and I need some beers and other special type of little things. So we threw that up there and, uh, what what you're going to get. And right now we've got, you know, a handful of our video shows up there, right? Right. We've got it. We've got, uh, we also have a bunch of, uh, I don't know what you call them. Just kind of behind the scenes, extra stuff like that. Stuff that, that Mike turns on the record button and Shane doesn't usually know what's going on. Oh, Let's boy. See. I, I hope I... Uh, okay, okay. Can I can I mention some of the... I, I, I gave them names, okay? Of stories that we tell. Mm-hmm. One of them is called Tales from Under the Bed. And you can actually hear Shane go, uh, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. Just All like right. that. Okay? okay. Impaired singing. Okay. Sure. Uh, okay. I, I mean, that happens on the show, right? Action Bronco and Meth. I just called it that. Sure, I know, I remember that. And aliens and ghosts. So that and that's what it's up there so far. Uh, we're also going to be doing like some uh, commentary stuff like that that we're going to put up there. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to try to make it worth your contribution, but at the same time, just know it's helping us keep this going. I mean, and I don't want to pull back the curtain and get too emotional. Oh boy! But man, I love doing this show so much, and I I love all the people that we've met, the friends who we've met through here. You know, kind of the you know just everything, and this just kind of helps it. I think. Yeah. You know, and so and so that's what we're doing. So if you go to corpsecollective.com, notice we got a brand new site up there. Uh, if you click on the Corpse Collective Premium site, you can go and you can, there's even this page on there you can you, you can read, you know, what it's about and what we're doing and, and uh, what's going to go it's, up there. Uh, to me, it sounds like it's for the Uber fan. It's for the guy that goes, you know what, the, the guy or the gal, it's like, I love these guys or I hate these guys yeah. and I just need to see and watch and, and hear more of their horse shit. And just so you know, it's, it's so all going to get funneled back into the show. I this mean, is, we're not trying to make a million bucks, but I mean, I'm not saying that would suck, but I'm just saying that's, we, you know. The bottom line saying. is, it's like all those, like what 40 episodes of our video 44. show. 44. 44 episodes yep. will at some point be all up there. Yep. 
for the taking. You can go you can go to this episode or that episode. Watch them all, man. You can watch them all from 1 to 44. And also You can get audio bits, you can, yep. you know, you can get in there and uh, you know, and I enjoy. worked really hard so that you so so it's freely available even on your phones. I made it what you call a responsive website, so basically it's as easy to use on your phone as it would be on your computer or whatever. And that you know that's what I'm saying. And that's I just you know encourage you guys to go check it out. Right. Um, go to the new site because I'm pretty proud of it. I've been working hard on that. But too. how does this affect the audio listener that just listens every week? No, no, it no, doesn't. It doesn't. Especially since basically what we're, we're going to do the same thing that we've been doing, and you know every once in a while we'll do a video show or or whatever. But you know the the we're nothing will ever happen to this. We're not gonna we're not gonna stop doing this. Right. Because this is the bread and butter. I mean, this, this is, is the, the fun this time. is the butter times. This is uh, the butter on the, the on the bread. The country the crock out of that five tub gallon that you could almost almost no. just eat right out of there. No it's so way. good. Oh, almost. But then you get some other bits that we talk about between sure. segments that we because we do take breaks. People, we don't just sit here for three <laughs> and five hours. We <laughs> and take breaks. And honestly, and sometimes that's where some of the fun stuff comes out. Uh, you'll never hear like our ph- philosophical or religious discussions or. Stuff like that, because that's that's just that's just too personal, man. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. I don't. Yeah. It might drive people insane. Maybe we that's what we that. want. Or oh yeah, maybe, yeah we don't right. want no. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, so please go check it out. You know, and and we're not going to sit there, and, and it's not going to be this thing, and we're not going to get all butt hurt if, if you know whatever. But GD, it would be great to cover some hosting and some beers and some you know just the show type of things, and that and that's all I'm saying. The it's all up to you, people. You can enjoy it the way it's always been, or you can join and uh, you can join the premium and get some extras, goodies, and and stuff. But nothing's changing. And just so you know, the premium site too. We we still have some big uh, some big plans for it because trivia is such a big thing on our show. I want to make I want to do monthly trivia contests. I haven't put that together yet. Uh, for for a super prize pack, stuff like that, you know, all just all sorts of stuff that'll all be available on premium. But uh, but there you go. So go check it out if you would, would you? Check would it you? out and rock out and enjoy, or not, you or know, do it and just or do don't. it or do it or do it or do it or do it. Why not? It'll be a big help. So do it <laughs> anyway. Cue up that video. <laughs> Remember you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Why don't we just get on with the show, please? Get, let's, Sounds, let's get on. Let's get. Should we get on with the show for hell's sakes? Uh, let's go ahead and start by the question with the question of the episode. Okay, this one, like I said, was sent in by Kevin Kerr. Um, he said, "What horror film would you would you like to see with a different director and why?" And I actually thought that this would be a little bit tougher, but I came up. I feel like I came up with a pretty good one, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, oh, pardon me. Uh, Kevin comes up with an example for me: Lucio Fulci and Nightmare on Elm Street. Because there's a lot of razors right. and a lot of eyeballs, and maybe we could get we get those together. And there you go. That's Razor that was the eyeballs question of the episode. Are always a good thing. So why don't we go ahead and start with uh, our first caller? Um, for those of you who are listening for the first time, we ask a question every week. You call in your answers. It's as easy as that, folks. The first caller on the list today was Zombie Rose Thirteen. Let's go ahead and hear what he's got to say. Hey, wait a minute. Didn't he finish out the last uh, episode? He's an Uber fan, man. Oh. <laughs> Hey, this is Andreas 13 from Northern California. What's well, up? Uh, so behind again the question of last week. We've been, it's Christmas. Uh, the most bonehead moves in film. Yes. In horror film. Well, that's what horror film has. Bonehead moves. 
you know, if we didn't have bonehead moves, we'd have low body counts. Everybody would survive. What is the most bonehead? One death. But that's just not the way it is. <laughs> People do stupid shit in horror movies. They do it in real life, too, but that's a different um, situation. I'm just going to do the last movie I watched and talk about all the bonehead moves in that film. Okay. Uh, it was Visiting Hours from 1982. Oh, yeah. We do we do that you know, uh, Definitely a kind of a underrated gem. Canadian hospital. Era. You know, and then the bonehead moves just keep coming. I'm going to have divided up by characters. <laughs> Our lead actress, you know, she's actually smart. You know, she's the only one who's, who's convinced there's a killer after her. Lead oh. actress always is. She's the smarty pants. She okay, knows. Let's go uh, after one that the, keeps uh, her uh, pants on and everything. You, know, you never see second, her boobies. The nurse yep. nominator is kind of her second, second character character. Yep. She doesn't believe the main character, even after there's been a murder that she discovered. Never believe him. Never. Um, she also leaves the hospital one point during the film to go after her child, even though that she knows the murderer is in the house. And she's not taking anybody with her. She's not even, you know, she makes kind of a half-hearted try to get a cop to come with her. Cops be a little bit misogynist and, you know, not believing her because she's a woman. Plus it's the 80s. But they know there's a murderer. And she's saying the murderer is in the house. I'm sure she pushed on it a little bit. She could have got a cop to come with her. You know. Ma'am, let me see your honkers. Uh, at least bring a weapon. <laughs> that's a polite. That's a polite. Besides knife. Besides finding a knife at home. Something. Honkers. And then she, when she's at her home, she's putting down the knife for long periods. It's a clever killer. If you drop your one weapon over and over again. Yeah, not smart. Oh god. Um. Now let's go to the men in the film. Okay. All of them. Every one of them. Huge, huge misogyny. Yeah. Because, you know, in this world, women are dumb. It's Canadian. According to men. That's they Canadian can't do movie. anything right. We can't trust a woman. What's that oh, all about? It's just her emotions. It's not really happening to anything that's really happening. <laughs> They're First never of all, they know there. there's a carol killer in the hospital, yet there's no cops actually in the hospital. GP. Oh. Oh, you know the cops on cops. They know there's a killer. There has been your, murders. Find your yet, uh, venom. There's nobody in the hospital. Even kind of amateur detective work. You got a minor celebrity in the, in the hospital. Yet they keep leaving her alone. Not Scott just alone in the room. Minor but celebrity alone on the floor. By the way, the how whole, did, whole hospital alone? Are you a cop? Do you know how protection. hard it is? I mean, I don't. Gee, I'm just wondering. That's because you say. the killer is possible. Ma'am, I need to see your honkers. Um, second, <laughs> Fill out this uh, police report. She's basically telling the hospital, no, I don't want to do this ever. surgery right now. I don't want to be put under um, why there's a killer possibly in the hospital. Yet they force her to go under and give her a shot. Honkers. For not a life-saving surgery. They give her a shot in honkers. That wasn't smart. And I'm pretty sure it's illegal. I don't think you also can force you to have a surgery. No. Yeah, that's true. I'm kind of ready to this movie for all the bonehead shit, but it's actually a very good movie. It's actually kind of 
a little more intense than what you would... Well, what's his name? The, the scanner's guy. Period. From the United what's States. Scanner. Um, scanner. Later this week with questions this week. Sweet, man. Bye. He caught you have the dude that blows up the fa- the face. Right. I, yeah. I the, see his face. Right there. I see his face, yeah. but I can't think of his name. Michael Ironside. Right there. Oh, Michael yeah. Ironsides. Yep. Okay, cool. No, awesome. That's that a good dude. one. That's a good one. Pretty good. How have right. I never heard honkers? How have I never heard the word honkers in the uh, context of a synonym for female breasts? You've never heard the word honkers? I, I mean, I, I'm sure I've heard it, but why Why did it make such a big impact on me there? That's some ma'am, funny shit right there. Ma'am, I'm sure your story is correct. In order to verify it, I'm going to have to see your honkers. Let me see your honkers. <laughs> they need some honking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's go down oh, to the honky-tonk okay. bar. We got it to we Squeeze <laughs> them honkers. Squeeze. We got, we, we, got to, we got to chill out. We got to bring it down to classy. Classy town. Because Julia called in. Here she oh, is. just Julia. Mike Shane. Oh, it's ghostly. Just Julia's Julia ghost from L.A. calling from the distant past. Oh, the ghost of Christmas year past. year 2014. Oh, I see what she's doing. By the time you hear this message, <laughs> you will have traveled into the future. The year 2015. That's true. Oh my God, did I win? <laughs> those of us in the past wish those of you who survive into the future a grand year. Love you. Ah, oh, love you too. That was just a New Year's message to yeah, us. You know, and there's two. It is the New Year. There's two. There's two things that that are, have been amazing to me in the first year. First of all, it was watching in the first year or no? Oh, sorry, in, the in, the fir- in, the, in this new. I'm sorry, in this new year. There's okay. there's two things so far that have been just unbelievably awesome. First of all, Florida State gets beat by Oregon by 30 points. <laughs> so yeah, but you don't care about that. No, I you absolutely don't. Care, you don't, don't care about that in the in the college football playoff. You don't care about that, uh, even though they. Uh, long story short, I'll I'll tell you on break. But that's number one and number two. I have a new. Thing, uh, a new word in my repertoire, honkers. That that's probably the second best thing that's happened to me. This really? Year. Yeah. I mean, Already? It, it's January second. It's a se- we did we did have a nice lunch today with with the wife and kids at Johnny Carino's, and that was pretty good. Johnny but, Carino's. Yeah, oh, yeah, Carino's. You never been to Carino's? No. It's good. It's Italian. He comes over to the table and says, "Hey, how you doing?" Uh, absolutely not. It's kind of like uh, the Olive Garden, except for it actually tastes good. Oh. Yeah, super good. So what you're telling me is the Olive Garden doesn't taste good. Uh, I think the Olive Garden is McDonald's for uh, for restaurants. How dare you? Sir. I hate that place. My taste buds have always enjoyed. And they got the crayons. They write on the table, hey, I'm Melissa. I'm going to be your waiter tonight. Oh, my gosh, really? Breadsticks, olive oil coming yeah. up. Do you know what those breadsticks are? You can buy them in frozen packs from the Pillsbury Doughboy direct. Just get those. It's good. But anyway, Honkers. I did not know that. Honkers, I think, is number one. Ah, no, it's barely. I, li- I like to see. I like to see Florida State go down like that. But whatever, whatever, whatever. Hey, whatever order you put them in. Hey, put it in. That's fine. And that it's, was. It's fine. It was. A, it's your order. You get to pick how your new year uh, lays out. You're telling me to take charge of my new year. That's great advice. That may have gone to number one. This year, I'm going to take charge of my own life. All right. Levi called in. Oh, that's a hell of a Levi. Levi. 
Calling about your callback to the, week the last episode. About what horror film would you like to see directed by another horror film director? That is a brilliant question, by the way. Kevin, uh, fun to think about. Kevin, Michigan. I would State like fan. to see Pet Cemetery by George Romero. I think that was the original plan. Oh, was I it? Also, would Ooh. like to have seen his version of it. Stephen oh. King's it, but extended to maybe eight to ten hours. Yeah, anything yeah. with Stephen King. I think George could have done someone else do it. Stuff Those TV miniseries, whatever they are, they seem with Zelda any scarier. But if George would give it a shot, that'd be bad. Uh, Old George. Maybe John Carpenter's Invasion of the Body Snatchers would have been pretty wicked. Sure, I think I would have liked that. I would like to have seen uh, Toby Hooper's version of Return of the Living Dead. Oh, I think that would have been as funny. Chainsaw Two is bonkers. I love oh, that movie. True. And Return of the Living Dead. That's Toby a already has a sick sense of humor. He says he, you know, Texas Chainsaw is a comedy, black comedy. There's a black humor in the. Pause it. We're t- we're talking about Return of the Living Dead, right? There's some sacredness to that movie that if it were ever to be taken away, I would be hard-pressed to How want to live How do you know he wouldn't put that in there? She's that, dancing around. I'm, how do you know what part I'm talking She's about? She's dancing around on the on the coffin top of the, what do they call it? The gravestone, the, sure. That coffin top, yeah, gravestone. But it's, but it's like the, uh, it's it's one of those outer gravers. What do they call them? They have them in Greece. <laughs> It's a it's a tomb. A mausoleum, a tomb, a what, what are you yeah. talking about? You know, she's but up whatever, on top. But whatever what I'm saying is dancing is, around with her giner if you're hanging g- out. <laughs> well, a giner covered in flesh colored uh silicone. Giner. Yeah. Giner, I've heard flesh-colored giner. Flesh colored giner. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, so but what I'm saying is is I, I don't care who directs that as long as we get all the trash goodness and we get lines like This is a way of life. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah, but and that uh, weirdo that's got the camera the whole time going, <laughs> dude. I think every movie needs that guy. In fact, most movies now have that, that dude guy. Bothers me. Uh, what are you gonna do? Okay, it bothers me. Well, you just need to let <laughs> let it go, man. First one, he says let the second one's a comedy, but I love him because he laughs at sick things on the commentary. But uh, anything else? I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. How about how about um, Zack Snyder's The Thing? Yeah, that would Ooh. be. I wish he terrible. did. That's a good. That's a good one. Uh, I wish anyway, it was the remake. Uh, maybe I'll call that later. No, I like uh, that. He called. He called right back. Actually, so let, let, he's coming up. So he, he's working his juice. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Levi again. Um, I just remembered Rob Zombie's near remake of The Blob. Oh yeah. Which, uh, I'm not making that up. No, I, I but I do wish it had happened because the idea of the type of people who populate Rob Zombie films getting mashed up by a giant blob, like filthy humans, Trailer Park. God, I'd pay ten times the amount to watch that movie. That was well, Sherry amazing. Moon comes from a Trailer and Park. I'm not a you know Rob Zombie no. fan. I think that would be fantastic. She comes from rich so, parents, uh, and she's just rebelling. Also, against um, maybe something like Day of the Animals or Dogs, something with killer animals, except. Directed okay. by someone like, uh, not a horror director, maybe someone like Christopher Nolan. He'd make it like three hours and it would be all super uh, realistic. That doesn't seem nice to me. Very <laughs> boring and depressing. Yeah. So you're saying uh, anyway, something about Christopher Nolan. Bye. You know what's funny is, and I've gone on record as saying this, I don't know why, but I, I'm not a big fan of nature fights back type horror movies. Yeah, you don't like those. I mean, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I give him a chance. Like, I like the movie Jaws. 
but I don't like the movie. Jaws. Have you ever seen or heard that video of that guy that lived with the bears? And the the last video of his life is a bear eating him. I think it's on YouTube. No, no. This guy weird. is like, oh, the bears, they're great. We live so he's together. Scottish. And you can hear this bear eating this guy. What, was Is this years old? Cause yeah, I, it's, I'm, it's I'm old. starting to, I'm it's starting old. to get a little torque of, uh, yeah, maybe I know about that, but I don't, but I've never seen it. But he's like out that. there. They're and so you can sweet hear, and like, lovely. The, I mean, if you've got the fortitude to sit through <sighs> it, you can listen to Crunch and like enjoying this guy's body. The, they love me. <laughs> Wild animals don't love you. Until people get hungry and got to eat the... Wild eat the, animals don't love you. Eat the hairless pig. You might be able to befriend one and go, look at this. They're going to yeah. open the cage and the old tiger will come out and kiss me and hug me and jump in my Dude, arms. by the way... But at some point he'll go, and a, a tiger's got to eat. <laughs> Nobody... It wouldn't even surprise and me. And your head smells sweet. It wouldn't surprise me if one day I wake up in Malachi and Clover... Oh, my yeah. two Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, no, no, my wife's two Cavalier King Charles Spaniels no, you are said feasting my. on me. No, they're not mine. No. They're feasting on your innards. No, let me let me tell you something about these. They're not mine. I have 1984, a- put them inside of a cage, set them on your belly, <laughs> let them eat their way through your innards. Ah, uh, no. To find no. Don't freedom. <laughs> freedom! They'll, 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 it'll be like, well, let's play a game. The only way out is to chew through your master's How long guts. do you think to uh, Cavalier, Cavaliers, whatever the fuck they're called? Cavalier. How, how long do you think it is before, if you put them in a cage. Before they eat each that other? That had no bottom in it on what? your on your belly. Yeah. How long do you think they'd sit there before they went, let's start eating this shit. I don't know. And try and get out. I don't know. They're they're pretty. They're pretty. Uh, uh, tame. Tame and uh, even keeled. Whatever. Vegetarian almost. But no, no, no. But I'll tell you what. One of my dogs hates my guts. Whenever I come into the room, she starts barking and growling. I don't know why. I really? have no idea. Yeah, Clover. Malachi's my my, my bro. But yeah. that, that little one. That's the one that growls at me. Well, oh, really? Yeah. Malachi but, is the one that growls at me. Because he thinks you're going to take me away from him. I think that's why he's growling. He, he, he's, he wants to be top dog in my whole you know, thing. He wants to be top dog in your world. Yeah, that's that's right. understandable. All I'm saying is is I don't think it would take as long as people think it would. That's, I'll, 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 I'll stop right there, but that's it. Dog's got to eat. Dog got to eat. Yeah. JJ called back. Mike Shane, it's just Julia calling. Just had to been listening to the most recent podcast and got to the part where you were playing your quiz. Oh, that yeah. songs you like to hear in the grocery store. And I was oh. jumping up and down, I love screaming at my speakers. I know this one. I know this one. Oh. <laughs> I have spent all my time listening to your quizzes, yeah. rarely getting an answer right. Oh, is this a good Learning one? a few things from the process, but going, wow, this is just not in my wheelhouse. Okay, it happens. That quiz, those songs, those musicians. Such beautiful songs. Those too. are my people. And when you added the bonus question with the monkeys, oh, oh my head exploded I love the monkeys. in a good way. Oh, boy. Even though Mickey Dolan's gives have a made me who dead I am fish today, handshake. And, like, I am always so grateful when you I love speak him. kindly of Mickey Dolan, no, lo- even though apparently he shook your hand yeah, he in a less he than shake hands like a man. fashion. He doesn't shake hands like you. a man, but other than that, Anyway, okay. just had to share how excited I was to be screaming occasionally right this time <laughs> at the quiz. Turn up the radio. Ooh, right there. All right. right. That was awesome. Let me tell you something. Listen to a... How about this? Okay. 
a Muzak version of Fairies Wear Boots by Ozzy or <laughs> South of Heaven by Slayer. But you're just like in the grocery store going, what the shit? I, I know like, this tune. <laughs> and it's like, do, 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 do. you're like, oh, is that South of South Heaven? heaven? Yeah. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? Can I pull back the curtain? Uh, Can I pull it back? Yeah, go ahead. In my job, I have eight hours a day. Well, maybe seven hours a day. Yeah, but you listen to your headphones. Yes or no? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I they don't have music going through well, there, no, do they? No, well, listen. Listen to what I'm saying here, Shane. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I, I have seven hours of music to listen to. I right. usually start with something hard. I usually start, you know, and then I listen to the, you know, like this week, I listen to a lot of the, the good old uh, uh, Fields of the Nephilim, you know? Mm-hmm. But I got to be honest with you. There's not at least a half an hour a day when I'm not listening to England, Dan, Penny and John Whistle, Ford, Penny Coley, Whistle Band, the monkeys. The, I, I have I have a playlist on my Spotify, Best of the Monkeys. I do, and I'm sorry. I mean, oh, do you not? I, I, love I like the TV show, but it's just like, it's all you can take, man. Yeah, that, that's I'm good just, enough. Listen, all I'm saying is, is that I need my heart and my soul to be replenished. And they do it for me, man. Uh, they do it. You go to the monkeys to get replenished. Well, that that and Dan Fogelberg and James Taylor and you know and, and Barry. No, Malala. Michael McDonald. No, well, shit, yeah, Michael McDonald. <laughs> love that dude. Love him yeah, he's great. Great. Did he did he destroy the band or did he bring it to uh, a new level? I don't care because I'll be honest with you, the Doobie Brothers I like better without him. And I'll and I'll be straight up there. I like the tunes better without him. But I love his. But solo I'm saying stuff. those songs didn't go away. It's like everyone says remake. Hey, dude, the original's always there. Sure. Didn't he add a new level to the band? I'm not when saying he, he came in. He he tweaked he tweaked it a little bit though. He did he tweaked the style and like I don't love. Oh, was it they they keep me running? What was that song? They keep me run. Was that him? Was that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care for that. I don't care for that kind of. I don't like those doobies. I like the long train running, and I love the Jesus is just all right with me. You know I love yeah. that one right there. So, I mean, that, that's, what I, that's what I'm into with the doobies. I, don't get me wrong, though. I love the Michael. Michael yeah, Michael, Michael M. I call him Michael. Michael I call him Mick, Mick, I call him Mick Mick. He's got a huge one, dude. I'll bet he does. To sing like that? Oh, yeah. I saw him on Geraldo Rivera. You saw his dick on Geraldo Rivera? Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. I'll bet. Yeah, he's just I, like, I like playing keyboard. Singing my sweet tunes and flapping this big boy around. <laughs> it's like, wow, dude. You know what? I bet he never had to say honkers before in his life because ladies just come up and they're already showing it before. And he if he did, he went, honkers. I can't believe I haven't seen your honkers yet. Yeah. All right. That's where I went. She's like, I hey, it's that. only one minute in. <laughs> plop. All right. Let's party. Uh, speaking of plop, let's party. Yeah. Mark from Chicago called. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Mark from Chicago calling in. Shag town. Uh, trying to get a chance to call last week. Trying to get over this being sick garbage. Shag out. Uh, first of all, I just want to wish you guys a belated but much needed Merry Christmas. Hey, thanks, man. I'm not going to say the happy holiday bullshit because, you know, and I know that we're both happy ho. We celebrate and, Christmas. Uh, happy New Year if you get this before the New Year's. You know? All right, man. Enjoy some nice beverages. Okay, no. Don't panic, of course. No. Um, <laughs> first off, I wanted to uh, answer last week's question of the episode, which is uh, the horror movie, the most boneheaded booze. And uh, one movie came to mind was Pet Cemetery. 
<laughs> what they did was they had to because the ground is sour. A ritual in order to bring back the dead. Now, when the hell has that become a good idea to no, bring back F. the dead? Nothing ever has come good from that. <laughs> and uh, let's go for the question of the current question of the episode: is What horror film would you like to see done with a different director? Now, I've always been a giant fan of the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to choose that one. Okay. And right. for a director, I'm going to go with another favorite by Sam Raimi. I think he would oh, do yeah. That's great. Oh, awesome shit. job with that one because... It would be wild. seen in his past work, he's done great jobs with his horror... Comedy? goriness and lots of humor in his stuff. Absolutely. Which is fantastic because... Killer Clowns from Outer Space is funny as shit. I agree. All right, guys. I hope you have a good one. Take it easy. No, that's a good one. Killer Clowns. That's a that's a movie I haven't seen in years. That'd be a nice uh, twist. That should be something that I watch with my kids, by the way. I'm putting that on the good old checkmark. Watch it with my kids because Killer Clowns, PG-13. I've never watched that sober. It's a hangover <laughs> movie. Oh, yeah. I've never watched it uh, anything It's but a hangover sober. movie. Yeah, okay, well, why? Why you sit on the couch? Describe and watch a hangover it. movie. I I don't know fun. what you're talking about. I'm I'm completely free over here. Oh, uh, you don't you don't understand anything no, about that. No, what are you talking? What? What are you saying? Nothing. You know what I do understand. I'm saying nothing, Mike. <laughs> I'm saying that Anthony called it, and, he, and let's go ahead and hear what he's got to say. Oh, Anthony, a dear Anthony. Hey, uh, Mike and Shane, uh, Anthony here, um, last episode, uh, yeah, Ron or Cheron or however oh, yeah. they want to pronounce it. Right. Yikes. Um, yeah, <laughs> take a pretty, you know, cool concept and make it kind of rape it. Ooh, um, rape it, that's harsh. I guess just put it this way in, in my Opinion sticks, uh, and no reference to the river sticks is right. less of a bastardization than yeah. the band you guys talked about last week, but that's cool. Um, Starry Eyes, a movie I'm definitely going to check it out. Oh, it's a great movie. Uh, Fantastic. I love uh, it. But I haven't seen it yet. So I can't good. really offer you know, any sort of opinion on that. Watch it. Just watch it. He was right on the money. The episode, with the, um, care on, care on. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, uh, even though it's not a horror film, um, your boy Vaughn a while back um, did a show about the documentary for uh, Alejandro Odorowski. Dune? Uh, who was supposed to direct Dune. Oh, I saw know, that. Before David That would have been amazing. Got it. And, you know, David Lynch version is fucking phenomenal. Okay, oh, good. I'm glad he said that because okay. So do you, do you know what he's talking about? Uh, Alexandro Horowski, the guy who did uh, Santa Sangre and all that, was gonna direct Dune. Have you ever seen Dune? No. Dune is a movie that's put out there by David Lynch, and I love the movie. Don't get me wrong, I love it. But after seeing the conceptual art and some of the stuff that was going through his mind doing that movie, it's kind of it's a sci-fi, you know, political type of drama with giant worms and spice right. and drugs but it's it's a first of all i've never read the book i hear it's amazing i love the movie 
And I it actually did watch like a made for TV, uh, you know, like I don't know if it was a sci-fi thing, but it was actually pretty good too. It was a lot different than the movie. But I gotta say, after watching uh Jodorowsky's Dune, man, I wish this guy made it. Awesome, awesome movie. No, was that the but movie with Sting? You guys ever check yes. out? Oh, okay. Yes. The documentary is called Jodorowsky's Dune. Um That's a good you one. Know, just That's a good the one concept that he had for it and you know what what he was gonna do with the film, I think it just would have been you know, the art really was really an iconic, iconic movie, like a seminal film. It was, but unfortunately, it never came to fruition. And then, um, you know, other than that, like, you know, I would have liked to have seen, you know, David Fincher direct Martyrs. Or oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I would like to have seen what Rob Zombie could have done with, like, no. you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. You know, no! You know, House of Thousand, Devil's Rejects are very, very much so, you know, an homage to that, to those films, but I still would like to have seen it. No. Anyway, uh, that's about it. As always, gentlemen, excellent, excellent job. Keep up the good work. Be well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, my man. I love this guy. Happy New Year, sweet angel. So I, I'm sitting there at the at the uh, get together on New Year's Eve with uh, Val and Bino. And How'd that go? It you was, didn't give us. Uh, well, too was, ma- too well many, I was going to uh, say it's tests. fun. It's fun. I I tried some new things. I I liked Ooh. some of it. I didn't like some other stuff. Right. But it was we. But good times were had all around. I got to be honest with you. We I had saw a good tow trucks burnout. His skid. Uh, what do they call that? Skid mark. And you know what? It's funny because. When he's doing his burnout and his hot rod and whatever, I'm sitting there thinking, don't hit the Kia. Don't hit the Kia. So, oh, he was going to hit that. Well, I'm, it, it, right it there. was in there, and I'm like, if you hit that, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be really upset. But he didn't. He did a good job. No, he's a he's a professional. He's a consummate professional. Skid burner. Skid burner. There's a lot of smoke. I have to admit, I was, and then we got into a screaming match with some neighbors. Happy New Year! And hey, then, you don't you know, know me. Yeah, there was no. It wasn't. It, oh. it was Happy New Year times. Oh, uh, but what I was saying, we were me and Brian were talking about Anthony. We were talking right. about the show. We we're talking about Anthony. Going, you know what, Brian? And Brian said this. He goes, "All I'm saying is, is Anthony. He started when he called in. We were he, we always worried if he was okay, but mm-hmm. now he seems like he's doing good and everything's great and wonderful. Anthony, I know you've been through a lot of shit lately." Gee darn it, we love you, and we're yeah. and hopefully everything's going great. B tow truck actually said that straight up. He goes, uh, the tow gave it. And to he him. goes, and he goes, I love listening to your show because I realize I don't really know those people, but I feel like I know those people. I feel like if we were to show up and I were to see one of those guys, we would hang out and we would know it. we would be instant friends. Oh, and like that, that. that's what the show's all about. I that, really feel that way. That's nice. Whatever. Let's move on. Ray, fucking a Ray. <laughs> Yo. Happy fucking New Year. Oh! He's partying right now. Oh, he's calling on New Year. That's all he had to say. That's all he needed. You just giving us the honker. That's all. You just saying, hey, Happy New Year's. It's like, man. What kind of a person does it take to call us on the new year? I was going to say. To go, you know what? Who thinks Dial. about us? We're, we're stupid. 
We're Dial dumb. up that 385-351-273 and say Happy New Year's. Oh, that makes me feel good. You know what? I bet Ray had a great time New Year's Eve, too. Oh, I bet. He's going to school. He's rocking out at Riojas Market. Is that how you say it? Riojas? Riojas? Riojas. Riojas Market. Yeah, you're white as hell. He, yeah, I'm... I don't know if there's anybody... You got to roll the tongue. Riojas. All, I, all I'm saying, though, is he's doing that. He's off school. He, he's, he's got a day off, and he is enjoying the New Year. But what yeah. does he try to do? He tries to make sure that he gives us a shout-out right like there. That. It couldn't mean more to me, man. What a sweetheart. Thank, thank you. In-N-Out called in. By the way, we talked a lot about In-N-Out, too. Brian was talking about how he takes darts in the back. Yeah. Like his sister takes dicks to the butt. Uh, I made that part up. I'm sorry. That was filthy. Is that uh, Tow Truck's sister? Yeah. No, I don't, does he even, I don't even know if he has a butt. sister. I was I was just talking shit. Anyways, here's the In-N-Out. <laughs> Whoa. Mike Shane, how's it going? So uh glad to see you back in action, Mike. Oh, uh thanks, man. Been crazy weeks, you know, so missed the last few questions of the episode, so Alright, here goes. Here we go. Duo I just thought worked together. George Romero and Tom Savini. Oh. That's a great uh, one. Underappreciated. I mean, Jailed with the gore and stuff. Absolutely. Let's see, uh the second one, dumb things people do in horror movies. Never making sure the bad guy's dead. They're like, oh, I knocked yeah. him down. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. should leave. No. Shoot yeah. him in the head or That's stab him in the head or do something. Absolutely. You know, cut his head off. It's true. Sure cut his head off. That's getting a little away. dark. <laughs> and cut his head off. Who would I like to see direct a movie? Um, Like director Switch. Honestly, I would have liked to have seen George Romero do... Before we before we get into that, I want to know. I, I want to let everybody know what I just experienced right now. All right, Alan's talking. Yeah, and you just spread your legs and touch your penis. Well, I was just uh, grabbing. I had an itchy. Oh, I, I thought had an itchy down. I uh, thought Alan comes on, and all of a sudden you're getting a little. Oh yeah, different. I'm getting horned up. So I'm it's like, like oh. Well, no. it was all that dark talk. I just, like, oh god. I just wanted to make sure that, that nothing no, was bad just, was going to happen. Just, yeah, and by I the way, call, if this doesn't come out tomorrow, call the police. But if it doesn't come out tomorrow, nobody's going to know to call the police. So I'm screwed either way. That's I'm right. just saying you're getting horned up. That's weird. No, I just itched down my sack. Yeesh. Down the side. Evil. <laughs> I think it would have been a Next to the hand. thigh. Oh, no. Possibly that was full on balls. Maybe more in line with the game or something. Huh. Uh, all I got. Hope everybody has a great new year. Hope y'all had a good Christmas. I loved it. Uh, thanks for having the moonshine in my honor. <laughs> we did. I had one tiny little. Sounds like I said blue. It's good. <sighs> Green or orange is bad. We're not setting that on fire. And, uh, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. All I'm saying is this: the moonshine came out in a mason jar. All well, that's quick. That's the way it comes out. And I'm, I'm looking at it going, it looks just like water. You cook that in barrels. But you, you smell it. In it a mason you jar. smell it, and it ain't water. It, oh, no, it, no. It, burn, it burns the flesh. You take a drink of it, and you say, I'm going to kill you tonight. <laughs> that's that's what you do. Yeah, B and B Toe. That's the first thing he said, too. B Toe's really on. He, he's right on the money with the show. because We talked about a lot about the folks who call in, whatever. He's like, hey, Alan would love this stuff, right? He said that straight yeah. up. He would love this stuff. And I'm like, why? He's he from Alabama. And by the way, hes pr- I don't know if he's an Auburn fan, but he's pretty sad right now because he got beat by uh, Ohio oh, State. College football. All right, sorry. Uh, GP called in. Oh, my GP. There he goes. Happy hey, New Year's. GP. 2015. No. Brand new year. Same old bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have something to look forward to already. I just placed my pre-order subscription for Sean Gabriel's 
puppet master. Oh, excellent. It'll be the first time in 25 years I picked up a comic book subscription. Nice. So I should tell you how excited I am about this because I really think it's going to be a good thing. I, I, I love puppet master. It's full moon. I know, uh, Mike, you love the puppet master. Love it. Full I moon. love Sean too. And I hope it's a, I hope it's a huge success. I think everybody should check it out. At least try it. You don't have to pick up a subscription. Agreed. I think comes out. You got to realize something about Sean though. Sean, who's, who, who's Gabarine. Yeah. He's the, uh, he's the action labs. He's putting out gnome the, comics. Yeah. Yes, angry gnome comics. Yep, yeah, absolutely. You got to realize he's got taste. He made a uh, he put me and Sam uh, uh, Cadaver Lab Sam into a comic. So he's you know he's got well, buy that one too. Where's well, it at? I don't know where that's at, but I have a copy of it signed in my my mugs right there. Oh, it's I want to see it. Have you never seen it? No, I've never me? seen it. I'll I'll totally email you scans of it because it's awesome. I'm sketch in- me up, Sean. Oh, you don't have to put me in a comic. Just sketch me up. <laughs> And, uh, and then masturbate April. to it. That's when the money first goes down. I just got the pre-order. <laughs> All right, let's see. This band, uh, Karen, Sharon, Sharon. Not Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Slowly. Yeah, I like it. They're all right. Uh, first time I heard it uh, on the, you know, heard it from you guys hmm. on the, the minute that's not really even nowhere close to a minute. It's yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, sixty-nine eyes. Yeah. Uh, and I, in any way, think of him. And I have no idea why you guys are so high on. I, I do not get him at all. I There's love only him. one song that I can tolerate from him, and that's it. I have no idea why you like him. Because we're sensitive. But that's another yeah. thing. Anyway, uh, we got see. tender uh, bits and pieces to, to us that you don't episode. understand. Uh, bonehead moves. I got two of them for you. Okay. One is in Jaws during the uh, the panic at the beach where they thought the shark was there and everybody was like scrambling. There's this one woman holding her baby in the middle of all that mayhem, just screaming, standing there going, oh, 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 oh. Uh, Fight or flight. She's also slapped that bitch in the face. She I mean, did, she did neither. Move. You know, yeah. I go. Yeah. I move. Whatever. Get out anyway, to wait. This pisses me off. Is that a, the other that's one a is song. Get out to Dawn of the uh, Dead, move. sombrero wearing, wearing Raider asshole idiot. In the middle of all the zombies tearing ass into that mall, he decides to go sit down and put his arm through that cuff. And that blood pressure right. cup, and just sit there while there's zombies all around him. And say, you know what? This is a good idea. Let me sit here and that's check out my blood pressure and see how I'm doing. Oh, that's funny. Bad, bad move. <laughs> all right. And as for the question for this episode, um, what director would we like to see do uh, someone else's horror movie? How about Guillermo del Toro doing Nightbreed? I think oh. he'd bring a lot. I mean, not that Clive Barker. That's, oh, my gosh. Fantastical. I think. Guillermo del Toro has something added to his mind. Horror? Oh, and my gosh. I think it would just enhance the whole damn thing. We wouldn't have Moon Pie, guys. And that's it. I'm, I'm surprised I'm not GPG yet. Good. I will talk to you later. Love you guys. Bye. Love you, too. And I'll tell you what, that's a great one, actually. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I mean, I, I understand that maybe the budget was limited and whatever, but some of those monsters, ugh, a night breed. Yeah. I think, that, I think that I don't think anybody does it better than... And Mr. Del Toro with the fantasy horror, all that well, type. I of have stuff. an idea. Okay, Guillermo Del Toro. Say what, doing, what's his name? What's his name? Gimme Del Toro. Guillermo. <laughs> sure. Guillermo. Yeah. Guillermo Del, Del Toro. Toro. Okay. Doing Clive Barker's A Great and Secret Show. Uh, I still need to read that. I've never, I've never read it. Or, I don't know what that's about. Fantastic, cool, amazingness. Man. Well, that wouldn't. That's never better been than either. Nightbreed. Nightbreed's. A, have it's you still read a Cabal? Great Cabal is a great book. I've read Cabal. It's amazing. Way better. It, I enjoyed it way, way more than the movie, but then again, I understand that they're two different mediums. And that's what I'll keep continue yeah. to say. No, but you're probably right. You can't put 
a great and secret show in a movie. Is it'd that be, true? It'd be five, ten hours long. Well, that's or okay. Or it'd be a shitty miniseries. Just like so Stephen you know, King they did the latest Hobbit in three hours. It should have been 45 minutes long. That They're was not going to put shit. that kind of money behind a horror movie. Oh, maybe you're right, but that was Never. a piece of shit. We got one more call. Jake the Snake. Why don't we go ahead and hear what the he's got to say, shall we? Power Python. Power uh, Man. Let's try it 5, again. 5,000 try, try it again right there. Uh, it, it's, Hit the play. Here we go. You know what? We're in bowl season right now. Can I mention one thing? Oh, Do you God. know how he's feeling right now? I only saw the first quarter of Tennessee versus Iowa. He's an Iowa fan. It was 21 to zip. He hates his life right now. Anyway. Continue. Yeah, I want to see with a different director. Nerds. Uh, oh, there's so much possibilities I could do with this. But I chose, you know, I know what you did last summer huh. because, you know, that movie, it it, it holds up nostalgia uh, like a, for me. Movie. But, you know, I mean, let's face it, really not that great of a movie. And I would choose Eli Roth to direct it. Because I think what that movie is missing is some good gore. And I think Eli Roth would bring that definitely. And <clears throat> maybe some nudity, you know, from Mr. Michelle Geller and Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then they would rip their clothes off and make sweet, passionate love. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that's it. I directed it. <laughs> Never mind. And <laughs> uh, so I want answer the previous one boneheaded move I want to answer that one last because I got a feeling this is just going to piss me off <laughs> I mean the first thing to pop into mind was the prom night remake no. oh my god it's just full of dumb shit moves I mean <laughs> okay the killer escapes and returns three days later and it takes three days to inform the police this happens. What the <laughs> fuck? And, and, and then, you know, they don't even go and There's tell a lot this of shit, girl, though. you know, hey, uh, some, this guy who tried killing you is killing, is killing people and coming after you because, oh, no, it'll just ruin her night. Yeah, anyone else is going to ruin her night? It's prom some night. Butcher and all her friends. And, oh, Hello? Kicker. <laughs> she rented the dress and everything. Don't want to ruin the They're rich. She bought the, the dress. Alarm to evacuate the building so people think, you know, there's a fire in the building. And what does the main character do? No. She's like, oh, I need to go to my hotel room and grab something really quick. And uses a fucking elevator. Oh. That's that's like fire safety 101. Duh. Oh, right there. Duh. What the fuck? Oh. Use the staircase, you oh. stupid bitch. <laughs> and on a happy note, guys, oh. I realize, you know what? This is now three years of Corpse Cast. We're rocking Congrats, oh, guys. God. Thanks, man. I mean, three years. Where have all the... They've all gone. <sighs> I <Damn>. am. <laughs> well, into, congrats, guys, again. And until next time. And that's it. He just said that. He didn't. You know what? Until you know what's time. funny about that is is I heard I, his little click of his little mouse go click. I was hanging out with Sam the other day, right? Oh, yeah. From Cadaver Lab, and, and he goes, "Man, 
you know what we ought to do? We ought to start talking. We ought to do some more episodes, get it to 100. Because now... Get some, get some chat talking. He's like, 100. And I go, you realize that we're on 131 of the Corpse Cast right now? He goes, right. are you serious? So he's trying to come at me with my... No, uh, no, 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 no. My but, 88. But all, but, all, but all I'm saying is he was blown away that we've done this many. And quite frankly, I'm not at all. Because really? this has been nothing but a dream. So are you going to do it? Have you signed a contract? No, not him? yet. Is he going to we'll do we'll it? See. No. It's not going to interfere with any of this. No, but is it going to is it going to happen? I don't know. We'll see. I'm just saying we talk a lot Sam. of shit. We talk a lot of shit, and that's probably all. So this you listen is. to this right now, Sam, Sam. Come on, man. Sam, what are you waiting for? Zach is waiting for you. He is so <laughs> horny to hear your voice again. <laughs> um, let me go ahead and go over my question, my answer to the question of the episode, because I feel like I have a pretty good one. Because I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? One of the I did it again, by the way. I know, I know. I, you, yeah. you, you cannot keep I'm not your hands off yourself. I'm right not now. doing it for your eyes only to see. My it. eyes keep seeing it, though. That's but a problem. I, I just had a little itch down there. It's All between right. the thigh and the ball on the. You right. know what? I'm going to buy you a loofah so you can actually clean I've got that a loofah. and never have to itch again. But it's still, you know, it itches down there. My mine is itch free right now. I've got no itching going on. Well. You know, it's just a little scratch. You gotta, All right. Got to itch that out. So one of my biggest disappointments, if any movie ever, is Friday the 13th Part 8. Jason takes Manhattan. Because, you know, I mean, there's some nice, awesome boobies in the beginning, but then 90% of it's on the uh, on the boat, and then the 10% that supposedly... You know, there's like one percent in New York, okay? But mm-hmm. the temp, the, but it's all if it, when they're supposed to be in New York, it's all Vancouver or some stupid shit, right? I mean, it's just kind of whatever. Do you know who I wished directed that movie? Zephyr knows. He I'm knows. I'm gonna say Martin Scorsese. That would that would have been bloodier than probably even I would have expected. But Frank no. Hennenlotter. We're talking about right. Frank Hennenlotter, the filthy. The filthy New York guy, basket case. We did brain damage. Did we do brain damage on this show? We did that. We did Frankenhooker and Bad mm-hmm. Biology. He does so much with so little to get that sleazy, dirty New York vibe. All I right. would love to who's, see. Who's that other dude? The dead maniac. Oh, oh. Pelanetti. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, it was a. Yeah, yeah. It's, but the same type of thing. That's but dirty that's what New I'm York. Saying. I wish it was more of that. On a shoestring budget, because obviously all Hindenlotter stuff was like that. Right. You know, you you do your opening thing, and who cares that all of a sudden Crystal Lake has a has a cruise ship that can make it all the way to the ocean? Who cares about all the shitty logic and stuff like that? But I'll tell you, once he gets there, I would love to see Jason Voorhees in that filthy New York style vibe yeah. right there. That's and and I I would I, in fact I would love to see that today. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that one. You got anything? No. <laughs> I have absolutely no answers to it. I'd like to see uh, Toby Hooper do Halloween. Why? And I'd like to see You're just talking uh, shit. Martin you Scorsese do... Oh, his name's Joey Spinell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maniac. Jo- but did... I can't remember. Did he, he he didn't direct it, though, did he? Yeah, I think he did. Maybe he did. Maybe you're right. I don't know. He acted... But that New yeah. York thing, all I'm saying is yeah. that would be wonderful. Dirty Town, New Remember York. Remember Miss 45, Good. too? Miss 45, yeah. that was a filthy portrayal of New York. Yeah. I want to see that in a Friday the 13th, quote-unquote, mainstream horror movie. What I, I don't know if that's... Is that mainstream? I don't Does know. it get to the mainstream? Well... It, it doesn't. Everybody knows who Jason is. Everybody... Well, and especially by part eight, everybody knew who this guy was. Because sure. I don't want to take anything away from my favorite one, part six. Part seven's great, too. 
But I'm all I'm saying is you give Frank Henenlotter the sense of humor and the yeah. access to that and just the eye for that filthy shit right there. I love it right there. And I think that's amazing. I think that's well, amazing that's, that's good stuff. All right. So here's the question coming up. Here's what we want you to do. I'm about to drop a question for you guys. Why don't you listen to it? Think about it. Ponder. Take upon, it in. Upon its meeting. Okay. Breathe and call deep. us in at 385-351-9273. It is the new year. It's a it's a first episode that we're doing of the new year. Right. Is, is it January 2nd or 3rd today? 2nd. 2nd. January 2nd right now. I want you to go in the Wayback Machine. All right. We've done a lot of albums on this show. All We've right. done a lot of movies on this show. Here's the question. What 2014 movie or album have we talked about here on the Corpse Collective that was your favorite? Or maybe that had the most impact on you. Something that maybe you've never seen. You you saw it and you loved it. Is there anything that you totally found that you loved that you know that maybe something that now is in your wheelhouse, wheelhouse. that maybe wasn't before? All right. Um and, and I went and did some research. Uh if you go back to episode ninety four and on, um that, that episode ninety four was the first uh, episode of twenty fourteen. If you go to corpsecollective.com, click on shows past and future to see the list. Right. Look at look at ninety four and on to, to to now, and then tell us what your favorite one. Something that really touched you in that bone. And that bone. It is the movie or or album. the album. Something that, that that you really or both or both or just talk, just call and talk. Yeah, that's all we want. Three eight five three five one nine two seven three three eight five three five one nine two seven three. But you know what you got for the folks right now? Oh yeah, we got a little goth for you. A little goth rock. The field of the Nephi Ilum. <laughs> the right? wow, I did not notice that, but Nephi Ilum. Yep, that's, that's, all right. That's where the Nephi that's, that, that's what the Utahns call it. Yeah, Nephi, Nephi Ilum. Ilum. Nephi Ilum. Here's one minute. That's not a minute. Enjoy it. Oh, I 
All right, you guys just heard Mike's minute. That's never a minute, or it's way never more than a minute, minute right now. Yeah, Gothic rock. Ooh, see, I had a little bit of that burpee right there. Oh, you're still going through the beer that you just had. Yeah, I was drinking some beer, and it was just like really foamy. From what I've heard, after 20 years of beer drinking, it's all you foam. start getting there. You start it's getting all to foamed the, up. It's all in your your heartburny yeah. motion right there. It's nice though. <laughs> it's great oh, on sure. your hips and thighs too. They don't lie. That's what I hear. Gothic rock circa 1980s and 90s, but still around to this day. Although they have never received wide mainstream success, they did several albums over the years, one of which, Psychonaut, was produced by our Lord and Savior, Pink Floyd guitarist and singer, David No Gilmore. way. Yeah. No, okay. did, I did, did not know that. I, oh, you know what? That's funny because I've got some Pink Floyd stuff to talk about in a minute. The band is from Stephanie. No. Hartford? Stephanshire. You're not talking. Stephanshire. You're, you're Hart- talking Western Europe, Hartfordshire. not Eastern Europe. Stephanshire, Hartfordshire. It's weird. England. Everything's a Shire, including in The Hobbit. Field of the Giants. Nephilim mm-hmm. is the Bible term. Genesis 6 4. <laughs> There were giants yeah. in the earth in those days. Also, after that, whoa, whoa, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, yes, and they bare children to them, Dude. the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Are we talking biblical stuff right now? We're talking about because the Nephi so Elam. We're talking about Nephilim. I'll talk about I'll talk about the the religious correlation. See how I spit here. up there when I got no, I didn't. See that. I was looking away. Nephilim, <laughs> Nephi limb, fields of the Nephilim. Listen up. You can like them on Facebook. Last FM official website. Fields dash of dash the dash Nephilim. That's hard. That's N-E-P-H-I-L-I-M a lot of dashes. dot com. Nephilim. Twitter. At F O T N Nephilim. <laughs> that was almost a disaster. That was a disaster almost. No, but it's F O T Nephilim. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Revelations is a compilation from the band. This is years of experience, but it's the first, like, what, three albums? What? Mm-hmm. They had uh, uh, the Nephilim, they had Dawn Razor, they had Elysium. And they had the Nephilim. By the way, Elysium is the place, the fields in heaven. That's is what it? that's all about. Yes, absolutely. So what you're saying is they're either fans of or not fans of heaven or religious No, no, themes. no. I, I feel like, can I, do you mind if I talk for a minute? No, the, I don't want you to talk. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because uh, this, it is a compilation album, but it's sure. from those three albums because it comes out in 1993. Yep. And there was only what? Use your math, use your brains, mm-hmm. three albums before that. Okay. So they had to put this together okay. as a compilation. So this is a compilation album. The one that we have has 12 tracks plus seven bonus tracks. Bonus. It's 74 minutes, 54 seconds on Beggar's Banquet Records. Who else put a record out on Beggar's Banquet? Yeah, boy. 
Uh, Brooklyn, white kids from Brooklyn, New York. Are you talking? They put out Beggar's Banquet. They put out an album. Are you talking about... They ruled the Lollapalooza. There you go. Oh, shit, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, released in 1983. It all, uh, it also has, they had three albums from that. Don Racer, Elysium, and The Nephilim. The Nephilim. That basically brings this revelation, uh, to light. Cool. What's your thoughts on this? Oh, okay, finally. I'm, I'm, I'm turning the table to you. Okay, first of all, let me just say a couple things. First, I I don't know if they took all this into consideration, but The Nephilim, if you were to go into, Christian or Judaism. Yeah. Theology, the Hebrew Bible. Hebrew. Yeah. It, 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 the Old Testament. If you're going into that, not the only... Old, uh, the Torah. The old timers. The the old thing. Sure. Not only is a Nephilim uh, half angel, half lady humans, it, because they're hot. Human right. ladies are hot as shit. Let's, let, I mean, let's be honest, right? Who wouldn't want to come down from heaven to have some sexual intercourse with them? I thought right? it was the sons of God that came down. Well, no. The sons of God being angels. To rest. you sure. To rest with the men. Daughters of men, Daughters which of men. are hot chicks, humans. On earth, sure. Yeah. But they're not angel ladies. No, they're right? not. That's why they're half and half. That's okay. what I'm saying. And that's why they're giants, too. Sure. A lot of more giants. Also, if you think, you know, if you know your theology, um, there was many words for Nephilim. There was, uh, there was that. There was that definition of it. But there were also the fallen. Also, I mean, that was a term used for the fallen, you know, in people who have turned away. Because they're giants. From God's word. Well, no, we're talking about two totally separate things. But all I'm saying is there's a lot of connotations when you're talking about the Nephilim. All right. Um, as far as this album is concerned, I love theological and kind mm-hmm. of types of, you know, I'm, you're, I know you do. You're looking at the, you, you know, you're listening to this and there's, you know, and they're not just talking about Christian or Judaism. There are songs about the the uh, Cthulhu, HP Lovecraft, Lovecraft stuff yeah. but there's a lot of that old stuff theology totally like i think i think you can't go anywhere in gothic rock without being like religious Absolutely. connotations because right? i feel like that's what it's all about but the thing is, is usually it's all about ooh christ and he turned away and now we're all vampires no but these guys are more about kind of the old school whatever and you I mean you look at like some of their like posters or album covers and stuff like that it looks like old school you know like symbology symbolism of kind of that old thing i really like it you know and that's just sorry we're not even talking about the music yet right i mean yeah. but that's but i but so i'm i'm mean, looking at this and, and to be perfectly honest with you can i can I? Are you t- going to pull back the curtain right I feel, now? I feel like I need to tell you something that is very embarrassing. All right. Oh God, I love when that. I thought I'll about take it. Fields of the Nephilim. Okay, I don't know how. I don't know how I did this, but I mixed them up in my brains with a. Oh, what was it? Oh yeah, with a band called a hair metal band called Asphalt Ballet. <sighs> so I thought we were doing Asphalt Ballet, basically. Just, you know, ever so you t- listen to Asphalt Ballet? No, no I for, didn't. Oh. No, I didn't because I mean, I I got the album and whatever. I sent it to you, and I'm like, this ain't Asphalt Ballet. This is not hair metal at all. What the shit is going on? But for some reason, are you serious though? I'm dead serious. And you know what's? You thought we were doing a, a hair metal? Band. Well, have you ever heard of Asphalt Ballet? Because they're kind of a yeah, they're a fucking French, terrible. No, they're great. My soul survived. They're a great yeah. band. Great terrible. hair metal band. Great hair metal band. Wonderful. Wonderful hair metal band that nobody heard of. Okay. Right. But so I'm listening to this and I'm going, this is not hair metal. I think this is more like, 
oh, Sisters of Mercy. Sure. Or, or, or Christian I, I, Death. I got that right like away. That. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so first Sisters of all. Sisters of Mercy right off the bat. I went, oh, yeah, I got that. I'm totally wrong about where I was going, but I have to admit to something. You add that kind of theolog... What was, what's the word? Theological? Theo- thank you. Theological overtones with kind of their vibe. And, and they're not just doing the same, the easy kind of the, kind of the, have you ever heard of the low hanging fruit? The shit that you do that's easy to do. Sure. You know, people, no, they're going into stuff that's like, whoa, maybe we need to, maybe we need to work, oh. work a little harder to get into these subjects to do this. And I'm listening to this and I have to admit it was quite an eye opener for me. Really? This is a band that I've never really given the time of day because I thought they were asphalt yeah, ballet. I'd, I'd heard the name. Yes. I'd never listened to the band. I, should I just spill it I right feel, now? I feel like these guys are like, uh, in my golden uh, goth club in the sky. Sure. But I'm going to start when I get up there. <laughs> okay. It will have these guys in there, not because they're absolutely amazing, but because I really think they're talented musicians. And I think that they're part of the entire catalog of the good, the the real, authentic, goth music I buy it. Deal. I buy it. Christian Death, sure, they're going to have a song or two. Joy Division, maybe even. I'm going to throw it. Okay. Th- you know, right. in, in, my, in, my, in my club in the sky. <laughs> and as everyone is just going, hey, yeah, man, can I, I am feeling these vibes. Will you name it Confetti's? No. Oh. I know you have your pulse on the on everything goth. No, in, I in don't. The scene, but I don't at all. What I want to do is get this whole, I want to get this droney feel in my club, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just rocking. <laughs> and and just when oh, everyone's oh, just oh, about oh, to oh, pass oh. out or dance themselves silly, uh-huh. I'm going to hit them with some napalm death. Oh, just to wake they're going to wake him up. Hey! And it's like, sure. go back over, buy another uh, black orchid, and <laughs> let's get back to is. some dancing. I don't know what that means, but that's great. But that's my that's my club in the sky. I think these guys deserve. They don't. They they were not huge. No, right. I've never heard of them apparently, and I mix them up with a hair metal band. And they prop they probably are pretty popular in the in the deeper goth scene. But for, but they weren't really notable for anything really, right? Well, because let's put it this way. I mean, what what I mean, obviously, this was the best of album, quote unquote, a best right. of album. I've never heard any of these songs before. But then I think about it. Well, what station? Because back in the day, radio only played the hot tunes. What? Uh, which one of these songs would have you played have to on go, radio? You would have heard this band because you go down to Confetti. Well, I may you have. hang out. No, I did it like you may five, have heard this. six times in my life. But I, I got never a lot heard of it. Tang. I, you got some, you got some tanger got down there. A little. There. It was fun. Uh, I enjoyed the band. I thought they were all right. Okay. I didn't see anything that was just fantastic about it. I love the music. I think they're very talented musicians. Okay, okay. His vocal fell flat a couple times. Oh, okay. Just with it, his overacting. Was yeah, it was what, very dramatic. I liked sure. it when the song hit, nailed. I liked uh, The Watchmen, but I didn't okay. like the long drag in the beginning with the... <laughs> I thought you were. I thought I was going to hear a lot of Moonchild shit from you. I, I did like Moonchild. I thought that was all right. But you didn't... But I didn't like Moonchild. That's what I was That's hoping my, for. That's what I was yeah. hoping for. That's what Iron was Maiden, for. all the way, sure, yeah. every day. Okay. okay. If I'm picking a Moonchild, son... Well, listen, okay. listen right. here, baby sister. Nobody's going to second guess you on that. Uh, they're a good band. Okay. You know, I didn't find any fault in it. It was like, that's that's the goth scene. That's the 80s. Sure. That's the 90s. They're still around. I, there's something to be said for that. 
uh, you know, I think every goth band's either anti-religious or they're religiously themed. Or they're, they're, uh, they're, they have their own interpretation type of thing. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I give these guys a high Spotify. Okay. Uh, what's your thought? Now break it down. Are you ready? Yeah. Because I know you got this? notes and you're going to. I got a really, lot of, I got a lot of notes. You break into it. Right okay. Here. Um. Okay. So I'm listening to this and it's like, oh, uh, first of all, like I said, I knew nothing about the band. Um. I started going into some of their older stuff because a lot of it's on Spotify. I don't know if everything's on Spotify, uh, but they got a lot of things and you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, in in in, I'll be honest with you, my goth knowledge, my my goth rock knowledge, is fairly uh, shallow. I mean, I I'm not that. But what's your theological uh, pool? How's that? How's I that? Mean, is that is that good or? Well, as as far as well as far I don't. What's uh, what's what what's more shallow? Your theological pool or your goth pool? Oh, my goth pool is way more shallow yeah. because, I mean, it's not something that I would naturally go into. But right. theological-wise, and I'm listening to this guy, you know, and they're not like super deep, but it's like, oh, every once in a while a little thing would check, check, there you go. Remember when we did Grave Robber and we're and we're talking about it and I'm like, oh, they said this and because they're that Christian horror punk Christian band. horror punk And you're band, like, yeah. man, I didn't even hear that, man. I yeah. was just enjoying the tooth, whereas I was like, Man, that was some shit right there that they were right. talking about. I'm surprised, you know. I I feel like I kind of did the same thing with these guys. I mean, it wasn't all like, uh, you know, Old Testament type of thing. I mean, there was a lot of other stuff in it, but but I I'm gonna say something. Oh, all right. I hope you don't find this silly. I I'm I really hope you don't. All right. But I've heard a lot of music, a lot of different music, and but but. In the goth rock scene, I am fairly shallow. I don't know everything that there is to offer, but I will say one thing. I felt like this band was, uh, what would you call it? Not, maybe not progressive, maybe not experimental, but I mean, they were those, they, they obviously weren't going for the pop hits. They were going for that, you know, that, that. You think Christian Death were no, looking oh, for the pop well, hits? Well, I, no, of course not. I, I don't, I, I don't know, like I said, but I don't know what that's like because I don't know. A lot. I don't know how most of the the goth stuff is. Right. I know the Bauhaus had a couple of huge hits. Peter Murphy came out and boom, X ninety six is playing the shit out yeah, of I, I I felt a taste of that in there too. And that's what I'm saying. But the thing is, I'm listening to these guys and I'm thinking, well, they're playing nine minute tunes. They're playing you know four, five, six, nine minute tunes, and it's like this is. I mean, they're they're creating an experience. Maybe not like like your pop hits, but they're creating kind of a background. In a mood, sure. And that's see, that's what I'm talking about with my goth club. Sure, it's about the the ambiance, absolutely of the of, of the of the club. I'm with you, and you know who this agrees with me right background now? Background music. That's Do you know who like we could rocking. talk about right now? Do you know who we could talk to right now? And this guy would love it, Morgan. I bet Morgan would. Lo- I bet Morgan loved these guys. You he think? probably did. Yeah. I bet he does. I bet he does. Here's what I'm saying. I loved this album. I understand that it's a best of album, and I also understand it's not a top forty hits type of thing. As I'm listening to this, not only am I am I thinking, oh, I know what they're talking about because I happen to be a little bit, you know, I, I mean, I understand, you know, a little bit of what they're talking about, you know, the, the subject matter stuff like that. But at the same time, I also feel like, you know, that they're not they're going for this. I mean, and it's funny that you mentioned uh, what's his name, uh, David Gilmore, because I'm like. This is very similar to kind of like that Pink Floyd. 
I mean, you know, when you, I th- I, I when think you it was say the Psychonaut album, but I'm not sure. Well, and Don't Psychonaut's on one of my favorite songs on this album. Moonchild's a great live one. version or the uh, or the the oh, original. Both, but yeah. but I will go with the original if I had to choose one. But what I'm saying there is, there was a couple of remixes on there I liked. I like Don Razor. I loved yeah. the live Don Razor. I loved it too. It's great because stuff. you can hear a real crowd, not just ten people, but like a real audience. Rocking out to like, these guys. That's that's a band. I feel like these guys kind of transcend that. Just oh, we're just gonna play this music. I feel like if they were at Burt's, they pull out. They pull out their Christmas lights. You know, just like what was that band? The Trulist Band in Texas. What was that band? Me and you were the only people in the audience. What was that band? Who? What was the band? That 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 pop. That pop. Sphinx. Sphinx. I mean, we were the only two dudes there, and yet, and they had a tiny stage with a pole in the middle. Well, that's one thing I was going to say about these guys is they they almost there's some of those songs that fit right into the horror rocky sure. thing that's going on now. Absolutely, I could think of two bands that we've done on this show huh. that would wear like dirty cowboy dusters. Oh, and put uh, them, and and powder them with baby powder. The Graven for, Horse. What was that? The the Grave Digger. Oh shoot! The Death Riders and, and you got what's tell, the other band? I can't remember the the noose one. Yeah. Oh shoot! Like we did them a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, we did them a long time. The Gunslingers ago. or something like. Yeah. That. The oh my gosh! I can see their album cover right now. It's but red. these guys have that kind of horror vibe going to them. They're wearing the dusters and the cowboy hats, and they put the the flower on them, and they're like. <laughs> so when you touch them, like it it poofs in dust and whatever. And listen, I mean that's all great. Slap them on the ass, and that's. Uh, I would never. I would never do that unless I was uh, uh, respectful and in you know. Listen, I motorboated somebody's mom. I'm not very respectful. I know. Don't, when it don't, comes. don't talk about you know respect. Yeah, okay, well, that's what. I'm but all I'm saying is, as I'm listening to this album, and I know that maybe this isn't the kind of music that I would naturally gravitate toward. But I'll tell you what, as I'm listening to this, I enjoyed every single second of it, every minute of the 74 minutes and some odd seconds. I loved this album. Yeah. This is almost an epiphany for me. I. Really, there was a couple of songs. Well, okay, so this uh, this album is great for shuffle for me. I like to put my uh, MP3 player on and put it on shuffle, and then I listen to a little of this, a little of that. Sure, sure. This is the album. I don't know that I'm happy with listening to it from beginning See, to end. See, but that's where I am. I would. I think that they create the mood, and you take out the song "Power." I I did not like the song "Power" like at all. I can't remember how it goes right now, but I hated it. But you said that it sets a mood. It sets a. Uh, it as I'm at work and I'm and I'm doing my thing. All of a sudden, everything else drowns out, and it becomes this mood, and it becomes me, and I'm focused on my work. They're they're but putting that's their hypnotic is. power on. That's you. what I'm saying. And I, you're saying I need to be back where I where my roots are. Yes, I love this album. Yeah. I, in fact, I mean, I won't give it a bone saw because there was a, a lot. I mean, it's hard to give a bone saw. There was a couple of songs that really kind of kind of fell flat and were super boring and they were long, right? But I give this a high buy. I love this album. I'll tell you what, right now, I understand that this is a best of album, but I feel I want to slap myself on the wrist for never giving these guys a chance or mistaking them for asphalt ballet. I don't know how that even worked. I don't know how the yeah, wires got crossed in my brain. That's twisted. I would say this. I like that. Okay, Revelation, the album we're doing right now, yeah. is a best of. Right. I don't know what the rest of their albums. Me I'm I'm, Me I'm interested in Same learning, here. but I'm wondering if is this the best that they have to offer? I bet it is because they they didn't really go anywhere. They had a they had a cult following. Sure. 
but they didn't really explode like other bands yeah, did. Yeah, but the thing is, so is a band like, like this is not going to explode because of the, I mean, based solely on the kind of music. Yeah, Die, but, Die Monster Die has a cult no, following, and they have amazing tunes, but they're not millionaires. Sure. But what you're talking about here is two stupid-ass white guys that well, are yeah. talking about a goth album. Sure. And they could be huge, and people could be punching their eyes in going, what? They were huge as shit. Yeah, we don't, don't know, know what the hell we're talking about. I don't know. This True. is one listen. This is five days listen. Absolutely. And overall, I really did like I it. I loved it. Now, would I buy it? I don't know that I, I would. I would buy it. I give it a high Spotify. I say I enjoyed all those songs. I really did. But it's just I don't... It's. Out of my wheelhouse. A I would bit. say for mood setting, you got to realize too. Like like me and uh, Julie were talking about. I feel like I was talking directly to her. I mean, during during the day, I listen to a lot of different types of music, and I feel like this is something that's going to continually be on that list. And it, it and it has the mood has to hit me because I'm gonna be like, you know what kind of mood I'm in. I'm in the Nephilim mood, and I'm gonna listen to this whole album minus Power because I don't know why, but I hated that song. Um, but I'm going to listen to this in nothing. I don't know. I mean, outside of sisters of mercy or Christian death, th- there's nothing that's going to satiate that desire to listen to this kind of stuff. And I have that desire. I give this a super high buy. I was close to bone saw, but there were a couple of tunes on here where I'm just like, you were just, Oh, <clears throat> it was just like, ah, I could skip those every single day of the week. Cause they were kind of boring. And right. one was kind of cheese dick. I power was cheese dick. I didn't like that. I didn't like it at all, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. Well, it was, I, I still feel like I don't want I don't want anybody to think that I'm shitting on it because I love the album. I'm going to, this is a buy for me. This is something that I'm going to well, continue. Well, you did just give it a high buy. Well, well so but, I don't think there's any shit. Right, but anything. I don't, but, but I mean, I'm shitting on a couple of tunes and that's fine. I get it. You know, there's a couple of tunes that I don't like. All I'm saying is, is this is something that, that a lot of times, a lot of times stuff that I kind of like never transcend the week after we have to listen to it for the show. All but right. this is going to do it. Do you still listen to Turbo Negro? Rarely. Oh, I listen to it. Rarely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, rarely. And Ministry? Uh, no, not oh, at all, actually. Yeah, baby. No, rarely. There's albums that stay in. Charon? Sharon? No. Out. Not Out one. the door. Not I took one. it right off. Not one listen after that I show. I took it right out. Not sh- not one. Get out. Not, I listen to a lot of stuff that we've never done on the show that was like Allison Chains and the stuff that was like from my youth. Yeah, but whatever. What are you going to do? All right. Well, I got some trivia. You want some? Yeah, what's the topic? Your mama. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Are you okay. ready? Yep, let's go. Yeesh. Hold on. I got another one of those burpee things. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got some trivia for you tonight. This is special. This nope. is from my child, my son. Oh. And I said, we watched this movie the oh. year about we're about to talk about. What's Deborah Logan. Deborah Logan. Of Deborah Logan, old okay. creepy people, right? Well, old people who've lived long and good lives who happen to be getting older, we need to respect them. So I said, name five of your creepiest old people in horror movies. Oh, he said, well, that's I got a good some. one. That's a good one. He okay. said, I got something for you. Okay. So here's number Whoa. one. So I'm calling this G Plump's top five <laughs> creepy old people trivia. <laughs> so that's it. What was that one? What was that one with those old people? Oh, shoot. I, I know it's going to come up. Cocoon. Cocoon, yes. Yeah. Is that coming up? No. Okay, good. I'm just going to know it anyway. Number one, IMDb gives this 70s classic a 7.4. While there are plenty of creepy folks in this, one particular scene involves an abduction, a burlap potato sack, and a broom handle. 
teeth grindingly good time for this old man. Oh my gosh, is he oh really? Teeth burlap sack and teeth grindingly good time. One scene in this beautiful movie. Oh. IMDB gives this a the seventies classic a seven point four. While there are plenty of creepy folks in this one particular scene involves an abduction, a burlap potato sack, and a broom handle. Teeth grindingly good times for this old man. Hints? No hints. Hints? No hints. I gave it all to you. Seventies <sighs> classic seven point four. The hints are there, baby. Okay, say it one more time. One more time. IMDB gives this 70s classic a 7.4. While there are plenty of creepy folks in this, one particular scene involves an abduction, a burlap potato sack, and a broom handle. Teeth grindingly. Oh, are good you talking times. about uh, Texas Chainsaw Master? Turn up the rating. Grandpa. The old, yeah, yeah the old right timer. Okay, all right, cool. You got to admit that's pretty. That's pretty uh, painful. All I'm saying is, is that was one of the hilarious slash w- hilarious slash most disturbing scenes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, right there. Yes, when he's jabbing her, driving her, and just down like the street. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> terrible and awesome. Number two. Okay, this creepy witch whips up the perfect evil to exact revenge on bastard teens who accidentally killed Harley's son. Oh, okay. But the spooky-looking hag warns him, this evil comes with a terrible price. You start looking like the guy. Is that it? Pumpkinhead? Turn up the radio. By the way, that's a great... This might be easy. Well, I was going to say, that's some, a great movie. I love, and by the way, do you know he's that- He's got I, some creepers. These creepy old people. Can I tell you something? I, I met Lance, he, Lance Hendrickson. Ha, Lance, sorry. How's Lance, his penis hanging? I don't know. But but he he came to the Salt Lake City Library, and he was taught, he, he did a thing for his book. Uh, oh, what's his book called? Uh, uh, Not Lance Bad Hendrickson. for a Human. Not oh. Bad for a Human, which is, which is the- I brought a VHS tape of Pumpkinhead for him to sign. Me, me and Brian Higgins went down there and got him. Really? Yeah. And he, he was down there doing uh, like stuff online. No, no, no. He was he was doing kind of a tour. He's going from place to place, talking about his new book. So he, you know, kind of a oh, that kind of tour, kind of a workup. Well, I brought I bought the book, but I also brought my my pristine original Pumpkinhead VHS tape. Original he copy. He 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 has to buy it off me. I said, you know what? If you buy that off me, then what am I going to have you sign? So I still have it. Right there, boom! Wow, that's nice. He was only gonna—he wasn't gonna give me very much money. It was less than a hundred bucks, so I'm like, fudge it. I don't. Hundred bucks? Come on, you get—you got to try harder than that, Lance. Okay, come on, Lance has more than a hundred bucks. Well, of course he does. Plus, all he—all he talked about was his pottery, (laughs) which is great, but that's what he does. Does he? Does he have good pottery though? Well, I've never seen his pottery, but he loves doing pottery. Apparently, what am I? Two, two or three? Two. Two. Okay, let's go. And zero. Here we go. Patricia Dekey was only in one scene of this movie, but what the hell did I write here? (laughs) I don't even know what the hell that says, but but I'm going to go ahead and try it again. (laughs) Patricia Dekey was only in one scene of this movie, Okay, but nevertheless, (laughs) she was spooky. 
What the hell? Okay. Okay. Oh, I see what I'm doing here. Okay. Jesus. It's that uh it's that fucking uh you know quick uh, type. What what do they call that? The uh uh, uh spell check thing. Spell shit? check yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. God, it's terrible. Okay. I got to spell check my spell check. Okay. All right. Here we go. Patricia Decou was okay. only in one scene of this movie, but nevertheless, Jesus. She was spooky. Okay. She played a creepy religious lady uh-huh. that saw something as a child in the woods. Oh. When she is interviewed by three douchebags. <laughs> okay. Is that That's it? it. That's it. We talking the Blair Witch Project? Turn up the radio. Oh. That's not fair. You don't want to know why? It's not fair that you bring that up because you knew Patricia Decoux. No, because I just like yesterday I watched Curse of the Blair Witch. Like you and know, they do flashbacks. Well, they do that, and you know what's funny is not only did I watch it, but She's I watched a creepy it, old bitch. Though. I watched it on VHS. I put a whole nother TV in my room. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Are you lying to me? No, I am I'm looking dead you serious. in the eyes. I am dead serious right now. You I, put the VHS tape on. No, no, because I have all these VHS tapes of movies that I don't have anywhere else. So I'm like. I've got to go ahead and check this out. I put up a little 15-inch TV, and I sat on the floor two or three feet from it and watched so you The Curse of the Blair Witch. No, so I could see it because I've got a 60-inch TV, and then a 15-incher, i got to yeah. sit on the floor for that well, shit. Wasn't there some weird shit in that movie, too? No, like that was the... part two. That was part two, The Secret of S. River. Yeah. Of reverse. Turn oh, the... that's some bullshit right there. No, but right there, I win. I mean, that's good. Okay, let's go. Right, go. I don't mean no, I win, here, but I Here's win. number four. Okay. Another classic 80 horror film. Good. And again, plenty to be creepy de- creepy about. Okay. What? I don't know. <laughs> Creepied out about. Creep- Creep- creeped creeped out, out about. about. Okay. But these kids could have saved themselves a hell of a lot of death. <laughs> and they just had to take the heed, the warning delivered by Walt Gorney. Walt Gorney? What year? 80s? Your hint. IMDb gives us a 6.4. Okay. Another classic 80s horror film. And again, plenty to be creeped out about. But these kids could have saved themselves a hell of a lot of death. Had they just heed the warning. Delivered by Walt Gorney. You're not talking about Friday the 13th. Turn up! That's Crazy Ralph. Radio, right there. That's Crazy, Crazy Ralph. Ralph. Okay, cool. Walt Gorney. I did not know his name was Walt Gorney. That's a that? crazy last name, though. Gorney? Crazy I, Ralph Gorney? All I'm saying is that guy was made for that role. He was made yeah. for it. Crazy Ralph. Other people put in old That's crazy That's my son, people. G. Plump. He said, man, this is a toss-up because mom is crazy, but that dude's crazy. <laughs> all I'm saying is is I don't think we could have found anybody better to play the role of Crazy Ralph. Yeah. Nobody. It's got a death cuss right yeah. there. Boom. Okay. One more. Right. So you made it, baby. I win. Here's number five. Can I can I sing one song in uh, celebration? I'm not talking about moving in, and I don't want to change your life. Ugh. But there's a warm wind blowing, the stars are out, and I really want to see you tonight. Send him hate mail. Please do. <laughs> All right. One more. Let's go. Let's go. 2007, 
horror film. IMDb gives this a 7.5. With the news reporter and a camera crew rolling, this is one of the first attacks that occurred during the outbreak. The bloody old woman stands at the end of the long hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. As she calls to her. As the as the as the crew calls, man, they spoke Spanish, not Italian. She's not responding. No, she's got some shit and some. Until she balls out, charges them. <laughs> We're talking about wreck right there. Turn up the radio. It's been a long time since I've been five for five. I gotta like, admit though that that was creepy. Where she just stood there forever, dude. Do you want to know? Got back way. Had to Let's go the Wreck one and Wreck two were some of the most frightening films that I'd seen up to that point. Wreck three was really good. Wreck four, which I recently watched, see was really his good dilemma too. was, ooh, now let's go with the old lady that's in the hallway as yeah. opposed to because we had a little dilemma there. Oh. Is she old? The oh, hammer. Yeah. The oh, you mean, monster? The, you mean the, the you weird really, arm? You can't really. She, he's like, man, I don't know if you can call her old because she or was a just lady. a little girl or a lady. Yeah, that's weird. But well, I'm glad you had family time coming up with this. That's wonderful. But he was like, yeah, that that's lady wonderful that to just me. Charges. Tell him I lost, so he feels good that he outsmarted me. Will you? You do that? No, okay. I don't lie. Well, of course, to my child. Well, you don't need to bring up the fact that I got five for five on that either. No, I'll tell him. Oh, five okay. for five. <laughs> All right, man. You know what we got right now, don't you? No. We got a trailer for a found footage, must, much like Wreck. Found footage, documentary style, the taking of Deborah Logan. Here's a trailer. Enjoy. 73 Apple, take one, Mark. The story of Alzheimer's is never about one person. My PhD thief. I'm going to start again. You want to keep the house? You need to sacrifice. You talk to me about sacrifice? They want to make a movie about this. (laughs) We will live and document our subject's physical and mental degradation over the course of two one-month periods. We're going to have fun, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not interested in being exploited. Sarah mentioned that Deb's been sleepwalking pretty bad. So let's set up surveillance cams. Uh, he really gave us all quite a fright with your late night gardening. This is not normal sleepwalking. You should come see this. It's not good, Doc. Do you remember a man named Henri Desjardins? Went missing 30 years ago. I tried to wash you in the river, you know. How long did you become? That woman is crazy. The notion of spiritual parasites does exist. Okay.
All right, everybody, you just heard the trailer for The Taking of Deborah Logan, year 2013 or 2014. It's it's kind of sketchy. I'm not sure exactly. And, and plus, what do you do? When was it filmed? When was it originally released to, like, the festivals? Right. It may or may not have been this year. It may A conundrum. Or may not have been last year. You yes. don't know what's going I on. I don't know. That. I'm not privy to those kind that kind of information. But it's super recent, people. Uh IMDB gives us a 6.2, and just so you know, if you've got the Netflix streaming right now, this movie is at your fingertips. Yeah, you can see it. You can right watch there. it. Right there. Directed by Ad- Adam. I'm going to spell his last name, then I'm going to take a couple of attempts to pronounce his name. R-O-B-I-T-E-L. It could be Robitel or it could Robato. be Robitai. Robitai. I don't know. Is he French? I don't know. Yeah, let's let's do Robitaille. I like that. From now on, let's do Robitaille, whether it is or it isn't, shall we? Uh, it was directed by him. He only has three directing credits. This is short, and he did a like a documentary on the making of two thousand one Maniacs, you know, with um, with uh, uh, Robert England and and big titty lady with the brown hair. I can't remember her name. Who, by the way, I wish I remembered her name because I saw big titty brown haired lady in a uh, Hallmark Christmas movie that my wife was watching once. I'm like, whoa, she gets naked in 2001 Maniacs. She's like, oh, oh. I'm like, yeah, she's a she's a slut, but that's okay. Oh, you said that to your wife? Of course I didn't. I'm just acting like a hard ass on the show. I don't oh, say that stuff. Oh boy, to her. don't say those. Things I thought to it. Wife. I thought it in my brains. Uh, it was written by a guy named uh, Gavin Heffron. He has seven directorial credits. Most of those are shorts, four writing credits. I haven't heard of anything but this on it. And it was also written by Adam Robitaille or Adam Robitaille. Adam Robitaille. Starring Jill Larson is Deborah Logan, who, by the way, is an actual real actress. She was in uh, one of those soaps, like One Life to Live and stuff like that. She's been in a ton of stuff in the 80s, 90s. You name it, she's been in it. Really? As long as it's on uh, basic uh, t- television? Well, I've never seen anything she's ever been in. I'm just saying, she, you probably recognize her at her more... If you watch ABC, NBC, or CBS. At her more nubile points in her life. Right. Because in this, she's a little bit older. Anne Ramsey is Sarah Logan. Do you, did you recognize her? Sarah uh, Logan. Sarah Logan, she was the daughter. Yeah. She was in Mad About You as the sister. Remember oh, that? Really? Yeah. No, I never watched that show at all. Uh, it was it was terrible. I've never seen an episode of that. It was terrible. It also starred Michelle Ang as Mia Medina, Ryan Cutrona as Harris, and Bedian is Doctor Nazir, Brent Gentile as Gavin, and yada yada yada. Should we get into the plot a little bit? Okay, say what you will. Okay, this is how I'm starting the plot. Say what you will. But I still love, to this day, how these found footage films claim to be based off real events. Nobody's falling for that shit. Nobody. You can't. Not one person is falling for it, but I think it's fun. I mean, I think it's like, oh, that's, you know. That's- it's fun, but it's running. It's it's where. Well, sure. It's it's like, what can you do next? But why not take the- five seconds of I like- text on the screen to do that? I like where they're going with this found footage idea. I like the idea, but it's like... You're running out of ideas. Well, you know how I feel about found footage, and we'll get into that. Running out of your ideas, found footagers. The year is 2013. All I'm saying. Nobody's disagreeing with you. All I'm saying. (laughs) The year is 2013, and a crew of medical students, well, one medical student and a film crew, is heading is uh, led by Mia Hugh. 
are heading out to make a documentary about the effects of the effects of Alzheimer's. They're visiting a, a lady named Deborah Logan in a rural Virginia home. We've been to rural Virginia for hell's sake. Yeah, Winchester. Ding, 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 ding. <sighs> and I heard that when we went through there. And I never got bummed in the butt, and it, that makes me a little bit sad. But whatever. Um, like I said, uh, they're they're heading out there. They're going to make a documentary on the effects of Alzheimer's. They're they're heading out there to a rural Virginia home. They're met by Sarah Logan, Deborah's daughter. Okay, she seems like a fun, friendly woman, but it's really made clear early on in the, in the movie that the reason that the documentary crew is even allowed to be out there is because these guys need the money, and these documentarians are paying some cash to make this film. They meet Deborah, the the older lady. By the way, she's older, but you know she was a fox in her day yeah she was attractive back in the day well she's fairly she's attractive ha- now yeah she still has a nice figure uh, for being i don't know what 65 70, no, 70 years that, old maybe 70 old yeah. but i mean that's fine and maybe that's she's uh, got some shape to her all i'm saying is, is she is an attractive older lady and if she were to pay me money we could have a thing going on right there uh, like I said, she seems like a sweet older lady who's super classy and very private. She likes to keep everything private. You know, she's a very big prideful, house, prideful. She's like, you know what? Back in the old days, she likes to garden. My parents in law are like this. They're like, we only think about the good things. We don't mention the bad things because that is not how proper folks do it. Right. That's not how it's done. Like right now, me with a beard and doing a horror podcast, that's not how rich people do shit. Yeah, they don't like that. That's not how it's done. They you don't know? like it. And they say they say nay to that. They say and nay. And they really do say nay. I say nay, brethren. I say nay to you. Nay brethren. to him and thoueth. <laughs> the uh, documentary crew shows up and, and, and Deborah Logan's like, you know what? I mean... I understand what you're trying to do, but I'm so private, and I have my pride and my dignity. Well, she's also has Alzheimer's, wow. and she's like, you know, I'm 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 taking this step, yeah, to let you guys into my home and, it's and watch me go crazy. It's hard for her, right? She doesn't want to. See, she doesn't want people to see her downfall. She doesn't want to see her step by step. Would you corrupt. do that? No, fudge, no. Because uh, you know yeah, what? do a documentary on me losing my mind All and I'm not saying knowing is, what's going on. Is, is I is I'm losing my mind. I feel like my 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 junk would be out a lot. I don't need like lots of people seeing an old dude's junk. And well, that as would be you, as soon as you're at least sixty years old, you can let it hang out. And it doesn't matter. Well, okay. People go, oh, that's grandpa. My dad's 60. I don't... He's, that's granddaddy. He, he just lets his... My uh, dad sh- is over 60. I don't think that he's ready to let his ding-dong out. That's he all lets I'm saying. His, uh, he, he lets his uh, blueberries <laughs> hang out. Okay. And we, we laugh at him. I have a big respect we for, also enjoy for these guys. But you got to realize, too, I mean, we're talking about old people, right? Old, quote, unquote, old people. But all I'm saying is my dad is a very... He has a lot of uh, of respect. He feels like he knows how life is. Yeah. He knows that what's proper, what's not, and Deborah Logan's the same way. Right. Right? Right. Um, and, uh, Your okay. dad and her know what's going on. It's also made pretty clear at the onset of the documentary when they show up, the crew is just in it for themselves. They're lying, saying, oh, you know what? My grandpa also has uh, Alzheimer's, and I'm really into this. But that's bullshit. She just wants to ex- maybe do some exploitation. She just all she cares about is her PhD. Would you agree? Would you not agree? 
Yeah, well, uh, yeah, of course she is. She's, hey, man, it's all about the, uh, you know, it's about the deal. Yeah. Well, they got to keep the I house. need to get this it's done. It's about the money because. You need to get this done. Without Let's get the, it done. Without the money that's coming from the grant that these people, I don't know if they're from the University of Virginia, which, by the way, BYU beat the shit out of this year. Uh, but all, all I'm saying is, I don't know if that's what it's all about, but there's a grant coming in, and th- that's what they're doing, okay? Um, all I'm saying is, Deborah. We get some interviews with her. She's talking about a business she once ran in her town. Her husband passed away early on, so she had to provide for Sarah, her daughter, on her own. She started working the town switchboard. She talked about how she knew all the scandals that were going on in the town and how she had to keep them all secret because that's what you got to do or else you're going to lose your job. Right. We get some insight into how the disease is affecting her life. They put up cameras all around the house. Like I said, it's a found footage type of deal. They put up, uh, we start to see some bizarre behavior, but not just the typical Alzheimer's behavior, but maybe something more. You know, she starts by nailing the window shut as if something's trying to get in. At one point, she gets up in the middle of the night, pulls the window that she nailed out and went outside like she had strength to just pull that shit out. Right. I mean, and it's like, do you have the strength to do that? Some old lady? No. But she did demon it anyway. Demon strength. I'm perhaps. just saying. It may or may not have been demon strength. Uh, the thing is, is she's digging in one spot with her spade. Okay. And, and as we're, as, you know, all, and that's a big, that's a big, big plot point right there. Sure. She's digging in one spot she's with her spade. She's digging around. She's a gardener. She's digging around. But she's digging around in one special spot. With her super spade. In fact, yeah. there's one point where everybody's filming her in the house. She wanted to find her spade, and there's some anomalies in the video. I mean, she, oh, one second, one split second, she's on the floor. Once the next split second, she's up on the counter. Yeah. But the time code on the video is still the same. And they're like, what is going on? All of a sudden, you know, there's all sorts of weird shit that they just cannot explain. Uh,. Especially when she goes, we, we you know we get a lot of scenes where she's going back to the doctors. They don't have any clue what's going on. She's getting a scaly back. She's ripping off her skin. She's getting in fits of rage, weird infections, other weirdnesses, exorcist type noises. She's like multiple type yeah. of voices speaking. That sounds like Iron Maiden. Jesus, fuck you! No, different movie, different movie for sure. But it's the same kind of style. Absolutely, same kind of style. Without a doubt, she's eating her porcelain figures, the German porcelain figures. Yeah. She starts eating them. It's like, wow, that's weird. Deborah starts painting dark figures in her hair. She's a very artistic older lady. Like I said, she's classy. She's a beautiful older lady. You have to admit. I mean, she is She is like a beautiful older lady. Like older lady. I got one prettier than her. Who? Uh, meet the parents. That old lady is pretty cute. Oh, are you talking about Barbara the, Streisand? No, <laughs> no. Meet the no, no. Meet the parents. The first one. Fuck the the fuckers. The fuckers. Who 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 is it? Who it? Who that? Meet the parents. Who that? She, I don't. I can't, I can't remember, remember. Her name, but she's very sexy and beautiful. And oh, you're lady. talking about uh, that British girl with the tits. Oh no. Uh, Ro- Robert De Niro's wife. She's very pretty. Who is that? Who that? She's an older lady. She's very pretty. Is it uh, is it uh, uh, Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman? Is that her? Yeah, she, it she's, is. She's a pretty old lady for sure. She has fake boobies, so they still look good. Yeah. You don't, Any, you anyway, don't know what you're saying. No, you it's, it's a wrong lady, but never mind. 
Never mind that. Back to your anyway. She's back to the notes. She's Deborah's a very artistic lady. She 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 spends her mornings painting all this, all these uh, like outside the window these portraits. There's a dark figure getting closer every mm-hmm. single portrait she paints. Um, even the douchey cameraman starts wondering. Pardon me, if there is something else going on. She, he even puts a crucifix de- in yeah. the window. He's like, no, man. There's some devilish shit going on up. Deborah has bitch. a problem with that for sure. Uh, she's speaking in a different voice. The window opens apparently on itself on the video. Camera guy doubles his raise. He's like, I got to get out of here. The only way you're keeping me here is you pay me double, little, you know, PhD lady. Yeah. And then, of course, the other dude's like, if he's getting double, I'm getting double. That, But that's what's going on. Then we get the freak out. Yeah. Deborah sleepwalks upstairs to the attic. She strips buck naked to her yeah. old switchboard. The business that she ran... Even though it hasn't worked in years, that and even in the power happens to be out, they find her upstairs. Doors are shutting on their own. Exactly. Devil demon. And we even see oh, bloody boy. weird meat on the stairs. There's a lot of shit. She's running the switchboard, freaking out, speaking in tongues. Yeah. The switchboard sparks up. We see a glimpse, a flash yeah. of the demon. Or the demon. Or the nemesis of the movie. Oh, okay. All right. Wasn't a demon, right? It was and may or may not have been a demon. Right. All I'm saying is doctors don't know what's going on. Doctors don't know what's going on. Maybe there's some shit going on. And, you know, and it's like, oh, maybe there's some extra stuff besides Alzheimer's going on. Uh, Deborah's like, oh, the port 337 in the switchboard's got something to do with it because she kept poking that shit. She's like, oh, 337, there's some stuff right there. I love 337, by the way. Why? That show? I don't remember. 237. 223. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, with the, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, and Kadeem Harrison. Jack K. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a whole different show. <laughs> Yeah, two, two, was three. two, two, seven. I two, think two, it was, seven. Maybe it was two, two, seven. I Dang, like that. Hit it. That was a great like <laughs> little sitcom in the early Jack 90s. Jack K was next door. She was like, man, and she'd look I at the camera to... and go, mm, "What you talking about?" Or I don't Sip, know. What, what you jiving on? She would say, and I'm like, Jack K, my name is Mike. I would like to have some sexual intercourse with you. She was hot. Was she not hot? She was two, okay. two, seven. But you would. She was not. You would have had though. sex with Jack Dude. K. Absolutely, I would. But she was not hot at all. My young Michael was like, I'd like to when see those talk, honkers. Baby talk. Well, that's no. all she did. Her voice was weird. <laughs> you, you would love that. You, would, Shane. Don't. Worry. Oh, I'd take that down all, every day. I of the week. know you would. You filthy. Don't you forget about it. All right, back to the movie. Okay, we there's some shit going on. Okay. Um after the freak out, after her naked working with that switchboard upstairs, um, they find out that there's a different language. She's speaking a different language that there's no way on earth that she should know. Right. And they translate it. They say, she says, Deborah says, the eternal serpent will free your child. Be my fifth. I will wash you in the river. Your wash blood. That's dirty. I like that when they always when the demons say, "Let's wash you in the river <sighs> and get clean with it." Yeah, oh, cleanse. That's good. Some shit right there. The, you know what? And all I'm saying is, that at that point, they're like, you know what? The documentary crew's like, why don't we go to the old library and figure out what's going on with three three seven? 
they can't find anything because the pages are ripped out. And but everything else in Deborah's records are meticulously documented except for three three seven. Right. Until they pull some Scooby Doo shit and use some charcoal on the impression of the paper. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, the word Day Hardins come up. Get back down to basics. You pull the charcoal out. That's some MacGyver stuff, right? And you're like, man, no. We don't have to get on the computer and punk-ass shit. We just get down here with some charcoal. Who needs Google when you got charcoal? Yeah. Right you there. figure it out, and boom. Answers come to life. They find out that Day Hardins was a local pediatrician who killed a bunch of local girls who went missing in the late 1970s. A girl's body had serpentine carvings on their body. They had been cannibalized. They had serpent venom in their bodies. It turns out the day Hardins was reenacting an ancient demonic ritual that will grant him eternal life. The problem is, is that the ritual required five girls who re- who recently had their menses. Is that something? The menstrual cycle. Oh, don't don't get. Let's not get into the dirty details. They had they they were about to have their menses. Okay, he only got four. Yeah, he needs one more. The mystery unfolds. Is there a direct connection between Deborah and Day Hardins? Is there something supernatural going on, or can it all be explained because of the disease? How does the daughter Sarah fit into all of this? Why is Deborah abducting a child cancer patient from the hospital? We don't know the question or the answer to that question if you've never seen it, but it all leads up to a quote unquote wow moment <laughs> in this yeah. movie. Does this story end up having a happy ending? Tune in next time or watch oh, the movie. You're getting and tune that's in next time because like it's that. kind of a mystery. We don't want to go into that. Obviously, we don't want to ruin the movie for people. But okay, so there you go. That's kind of the movie. What'd you think about it? First off, daughter, does she like lumberjack uh, t-shirts well, a lot? Well, yeah, because I feel like she uh, is she dating the cop, the the the, the head sheriff the, of town. I only hope so because I would pay money to watch that porno flick. Because that cop is not ugly. Well, I was just reading She's the subtitles where I was like, well, if you need any. I was like, yeah, I think they are dating. If you ever if you ever need a time where you need to, some clitorati, uh, uh, clitorati manipulation, party? manipulation, I will do that for you. That's basically what it said. In not so many words. Yeah. She was a nice looking cop. Oh, yeah, she was nice looking. Why do you run that? Uh, why does she run the town? The the sheriff? Yeah. Does she? Because, yeah, she didn't do anything. None of those cops did anything in this. Well, what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. There's a well, lot of shit going on. You can't Why are believe- you hanging out with this lady over here uh-huh. when there's a young child missing in the town? You, because you, I don't know. I don't all have, eyes on that. I've all never, eyes on that. That's what I say. I've all never been, eyes I've never been that. a sheriff. I Pardon me. I don't know how it works. All I'm saying is I'm Is there a devil in that house? We don't know. Or do we? Do we know? Do we know? I don't know. Spill the beans. There's No, we don't want to spill the beans because we actually don't want to ruin the movie. Because I have to admit, this is a found footage movie. Okay? And they're... Okay, so... Okay. It gets rough, man. <sighs> with these found footage, it gets rough. And you've, you, you, know, everybody who's listened to this show knows how I feel about found footage movies. Thinking, you know, oh, yeah. Or is it dummy us down? Why do people do found footage? Maybe because it's to cover up people can't act. Maybe it's because there's some shit. I think we can say 
people can't act sure in those movies in most movies but i have to admit that this is surprisingly good for a found footage movie all i'm saying is this is there were actresses that actually had resumes in this there were people who knew who knew how to act we're talking have you about- ever went through the uh blair witch project uh, uh imdb page all i'm only saying- one-offs is I watched no like I said, IMDb page. I they don't even the have curse. a creep creeperson page. <laughs> it's got like four uh, functions on it, dude. I just that watched the nothing. Curse of the Blair Witch. Watching these guys going, oh. But this, I feel like this movie has a lot in common with the Blair Witch. Now, Blair Witch, I think, was so big because of the time it came out. There wasn't a lot out there. It was very revolutionary, right? right? But. There was a there was a lot of shit going on, and then all of a sudden it had that moment where you're just like, "Holy shit!" Right there at the end, and I don't, and maybe weren't to me it was like that, yeah, you know. And you, I feel like you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to say it on the thing, but the difference is, is this movie had actors and actresses that actually I felt like knew what they were doing. They weren't just like a couple of assholes who didn't know what they were doing and went out there and just acted like themselves. That's fine. I could be in a found footage thing. Uh, and if they're going to say, hey, Mike, act natural, I'm going to be the biggest douche I can. I just watched a movie by the same guy who did the Blair Witch Project called Exists. It was a big um, uh, Bigfoot movie, right? And it was the same type of deal where these guys go out and it's just like, I hate every one of these pieces of shit. And why is there always one of these pieces of shit that needs to film everything, right? And to be honest with you, that movie, as I watched it, I'm like, that's terrible. I understand why this was a found footage movie. But I ended up liking the movie. I thought it was a good movie. The thing is, is I feel like this movie, though it was found footage... There was so much going for it. I don't know why they decided to do it found footage. A lot of those scenes, I understand the faux documentary. I understand that. But why not just put the camera on a tripod for some of those old times and just tell a narrative story? I feel like this story had enough going for it. It had enough talent in the movie to pull that off. So you didn't like the found footage angle or you do like it? No, no, no. I, I... I feel like the found footage angle these days are because of budget restrictions or because of of, uh, people who can't act or people who just like, oh, I feel like a lot of found footage is like, go out there, bone that chick, but act like you would really act when you're boning a chick, you know? But this, these had real actors who could go out there and you could say, here's the situation, go out and act that out. Yeah, there's no doubt that Deborah was like, Oh, you are a creepy broad. Because she did a great job of this. And, you know, maybe they were like, maybe maybe the guys who put this out were like, I love the art of found footage movies. I sure. love it. And it could have been. And but, it is, I guess, a, you know, a thing now where it's like, sure. I, it is part of the norm. Well, absolutely. And we, I've talked about that before. And the thing is, too, is it's like maybe it had, maybe it added to the, the, the frenetic tone. The, the kind of the the you know the the high anxiety type of uh, of story that this was especially when they're trying to find out where Deborah's going what's going on holy shit why is she in this place whatever that was the thing but the thing is I feel like this was a strong enough story with strong enough actors that it didn't necessarily mean to be that so I wonder if it was a, a budgetary thing or I wonder if it was like we actually like found footage where I would have liked this to just be a straight up narrative. Right. 
you know, am I a douchebag for thinking that? No, you're just uh, nerding out on your movie. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to give this a high buy. I did like it. I, I, I it like great. this movie a lot. Um, uh, okay, so let me let me go let me go on. I think one of the main things that I really liked about this movie, Jill Larson, I don't. She played the the older lady. I don't know if it, if if I would call it like a courageous role, even though there were nude scenes with her in it. There, she she basically let it all hang out in this movie. Would yeah, you agree? She was she was pretty goddamn solid. But she I mean, played she, a heartbreaking role. Yeah. I mean, this was heartbreaking. Um, you know, she's old school in this movie. She had old school hangouts. Heartbreaking I mean, for the like first five minutes. No, well, I th- well the thing is, is I mean, we're looking at her and she's this pride. She's a proud, beautiful older I think lady. It's- heartbreaking until she goes eh, yeah it's not so heartbreaking is it well i mean i think that she was the she was the weak oh and that's weak in the mild and then it was oh my god boom you bring that up because that's one thing that's one thing that really hit me with this movie because it sets it up great we even get some like medical oh by the way here's what's going on with the alzheimer's patients and that's what breaks them down and here's what ends up killing them do you ever do you ever remember a uh, a movie called Session Nine? Mm-hmm. You know where Simon on those uh, on the, you know one of the personalities of the ladies like I live in the weak and the wounded. You know I feel like this is perfect because this ends up being kind of a possession movie where the, uh, a, a, a demonic spirit or some kind of spirit that's still around infests someone who doesn't have the strength to keep it out, and that's what it's all about. I think. Oh. I'm just saying, I yeah. I feel like that's what it was. I feel like, I mean, even though, like I said, she has these old school hangups, it's heartbreaking because she's a proud, beautiful woman who we see in the most terrible, to her, the most terrible circumstances. She's not being classy. She's not being, what do you call it? I don't, I don't even know. All I'm saying is, is my, 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 my family-in-law, okay, especially before my wife's grandparents died. Right. They expected me to act a certain way because that's just how you do it. Pomp and circumstance, right? Mm-hmm. That's I feel like that's how it was. But she kept being taken down by the weakness that, that, that moved into her life like this. And that was, oh, to me, it's nice. like, here she is, a classy lady. I mean, I don't know if she has hangups, and maybe it's weird that she doesn't like that her daughter's a lesbian, which I'm fine with. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like that's that's a weird thing, and you know what? We did all these things, but you know what? She's a, she's a proud Southern woman, but she can't help what's going on. And, yeah, and yet it's so funny because she'd do all these weird, all this weird shit on camera, and then just come back and apologize, be like, "I don't know what, I don't know what got into me," and she would apologize profusely for this stuff, you know. And I'm sitting there thinking, how bad would it be not to be able to control your own body, to control your own actions, and to do this? I felt like it was. I felt like Deborah Logan was one of these characters where I was very sympathetic to me. Like better to lose your mind or to lose your body. Which one? Pick one. It's hard. Yeah. I don't know. It, right now, it's hard for me to say that. But the thing is, is either way, I'd rather have my. Ugh, I hate to say it, but I'd rather have my body. I lose my body. You would because you'd be in you'd be in a in a wheelchair and you'd be shitting yourself and whatever. But at least, but at least I you're can tell still everyone. there. 
I'm I, I'm here, man. It, I'm just, it brought up all those yeah. types of things, and we, I mean, we got a pretty good mythos with this too. I mean, there was we talked about D. Hardans and in his in his, you know, we, we it gets into the old school, you know, uh, demonic uh, 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 rituals that he was trying to pull off, stuff like that. And after a while, because of De- because Deborah Logan became so weak and sick, she could do nothing except for become maybe possessed and do these things because maybe she couldn't help it. And how embarrassing is that? Especially when you got two people in the same body, you can't control it. I, f- I felt like it was really heartbreaking. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I give it a high bye. I love this movie. Super creepy. Um, I've, I feel like, like I said, I feel like I've made my thoughts on found footage clear. It's not that I hate them because I like them. In fact, I've watched a couple in the last few weeks that I like the house that October built was a great, I mean, they had all the trappings. It was super douchey and super whatever. But I thought it was a really good movie. Exists even the other day. The uh, the, the the Blair Witch Project uh, director did a Bigfoot movie. I thought that was pretty good. I liked it. But I feel like this had a little bit more to it than what was in most found footage movies. And, you know, I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying. I don't, I, like I said, I don't want to shit on it. It had a few of the cliches, but it had more, I feel like it had more going for it than most of the ones that it did. But that's all I got. I mean, that's all I got. Um, let's see. What, what, let's see. I got some notes here. Let me, let me take a look at it. Um, I feel like this is one of the best found footage movies I've seen in forever. I feel like this is one that had a lot going for it. It tugged on my heartstrings. It's hard to, I like the idea where it's like, okay, we're going in to do a documentary sure. about an old lady sure. that's dealing with this, it's heartbreaking. this problem. Yeah. The the hardest ones for me to follow in that in that genre is the, yeah, we're going to see the ghost. Yeah. And we, you gotta, you got to call us out. We're going to call you or, out now. Or, I don't hey, like bro, I'm going to kick your ass, dude. I like Stuff the like idea that. of it, So, but it's like it's getting... Okay, it's been done. Sure. No doubt about it. You know, it's like it's getting thinner and thinner as we go along. It's, it's like old. how is the how do you redo the found footage film? I don't know, man. Especially when you're putting like uh, you know, cameras in the old lady's uh hospital room. Sure. Uh illegal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, but absolutely. it's like you're you're very it's tiptoe now. So how do you I'm not, how I'm do not you revise this, that? I don't know if this would have been better as a straight up narrative, but I'll tell you what. Um, I just feel like that as I watch other found footage movies and I watch this, I understand why it exists was a found footage. I understand why the house that October built was a found footage. Because I'm looking at those dudes and I'm just like, oh shit, it's got to be douchey, right? Oh, they're super douchey. There was not. Any, there was a few douchey things, especially with the cameraman. Oh, bro, I'm gonna just there film was this because no, I'm the guy that films everything. Turn that camera off. No, we need to get all this. That's yeah. that's bull. That's bull crap, man. And you know what? I just wonder. And I'm like, okay, well, but then I think to myself, would would we have had the same suspense? Would we have had the same type of intensity? You know, or you know, with a with a regular narrative movie, or is this found footage done right? Where this is what it was meant to be, and we have a lot of pretenders. See, that's doing what it. I'm saying. Is I like that because she's going, "Hey, how you doing? Sure, I'm doing this on Alzheimer's. I'm doing it on a patient. It I'm doing out, it on man. a person. Yeah. And you watch it, and you go, "Hey, wait a minute." Most of the time, when hey, I'm watching a, a found footage, I'm going, "I hate that guy. I hate that guy." This one, I'm like, 
I felt very sympathetic to mostly everybody on this crew. Everybody in the movie, I thought this was great. And then that wow moment when they're in the cave and shit like that, I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Wow. It's a lot. I understand that, like I said, this is Yeah, that was a pauser on Netflix going, oh, let's watch that. Let's see this that. This is not as revolutionary as a Blair Witch, but I think it had the same type of wow moment. It, uh, the difference is, is when I'm watching the Blair Witch, I'm going, who is that dumb bitch in which she shut up? And I hate those other two dudes. This yeah. one, this one, I'm like, I understand. All three of them. Let the witch take them. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. With this movie, I'm like, why are you waiting for two nights to happen? I feel take sympathy for this, this character, this character, and this character. And wow, that was a holy shit moment at the end. I like this movie quite a bit. This is probably the best found footage experience that I've had since the Blair Witch. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm saying. I give this a high buy. I liked it a lot. Both the things that we talked about tonight, I liked a lot. Um, this one's streaming on Netflix. I think it's a great movie. I think that uh, Deborah Logan, the, the lady who played her, did a great job. Maybe even a courageous role. She was nude. She was acting like she that's was. What act- you do when you're an actor? Absolutely. They say, do you mind if we see your uh, dingle day? Even even if it's not sexy or because it was exactly. not sexy, right? It was in the worst that's possible. An actor. I I I, to- I, I told this is you. the role. I love this movie. Man. Actresses that say, "Oh well, has it got boobies in it?" By the way, if it's got that. boobies, I only want no. to look hot. She she was. I'm like, an actor. Yeah, I will do the role. What it takes for the role, absolutely, right. man. I like this movie a lot. I give it a high buy. And that's where I'm coming. I would say go watch, if you got Netflix, go watch it right now. I have yet to buy it, but I will buy it. Yeah. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Right there, boom. Well, <sighs> boom. <laughs> I can see all your energy just glowing. I, I liked it. I really yeah. liked this movie, and I, that's really all I had to say about it. I mean, but I really thought it was a great, especially for being a found footage. I feel like it transcends most of the found footage BS that's coming out right now. Yeah, I'll say that right now. In fact, I watched this with my wife, and she was freaked out. And she doesn't like that crap, the found footage stuff. She won't even watch it. She'll be she's like, I can't even stand that dude. Turn it off. Let's watch something else. I'm like, okay, because I'm a nice husband. <sighs> Aren't you? That's so nice, dude. So nice. You are such a good husband. I'm a, I, there's not one thing I can think about right now that makes me a bad husband. I'm the perfect oh. husband. <laughs> All right, man. Why don't we end the show off? That was a great movie. I give the band... Fields of the Nephilim, Revelations, a high buy. I give the movie a high buy. I yes. mean, this is right across the thing board for yes. you. Yes. You were, you were close. I, I, close. I, I give it a high Spotify on uh, Fields of the Nephilim. I, I, I do give it uh, the the uh, the old Spotify. Sure. And I give it a high buy. I love the this Logan. Movie. I love this movie. Deborah Logan's It was Logan. wonderful. Why don't Logan's we, why run. don't we do a question of the, <laughs> the Logan's run? Why don't Deborah we do Deborah Logan's a, run. That's a whole different movie. That's changing that shit right there. That's that's a whole different show. Yeah, imagine her. Ooh. All right. She's only 30 running through that. Oh, that's hot as shit. All right. Question of the episode recap. What 2014 movie or album that we talked about here on the Corpse Collective was your favorite? Did it have an impact on you? Was there anything that you totally found? Because we talked about it and love it. Like I said, go to corpsecollective.com. Click on the show's past and future link and see what we got there. Call it yeah. in. 385-351-9273. That's 385-351-9273. Call it out and check out our website, would you? I worked hard. Yeah, you did. I, I you put, put, I put, you put some, some hours some, in. Uh, you put some uh, 
elbow grease. muscle, elbow grease, elbow like grease that. into it. Even though it was on my fingers, because that's that's where I did. That's where the grease is, baby. Anyway, for the corpse cast, we'll catch you guys later. Take it easy, okay? I'll never be